This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. This episode of the History of Bad Ideas is sponsored by the Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 23rd through the 25th in Cincinnati, Ohio. Looking to meet John Barrowman from Arrow and Doctor Who fame? Looking to meet Stan Lee, the great Excelsior? Then come on down to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Again, September 23rd through the 25th, the official sponsor of Hobie. Roger says goodbye. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 140. I am Jason. I am Jeff. Um, Scab Joel. Not today, you aren't. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, I'm Blake. That's the <laughs> wrong podcast, you wrong. Wrong podcast, sorry. And with us is author, ghost hunter, magician, uh, pretty much uh, just a sexy bitch. Jack of all trades. Yes. Uh, author Renaissance of man. Scab Jeff is here. Welcome, Scab Jeff. Scab Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. I thought it was possibly Jeff Morris. Uh, it is Jeff Morris. That's what his uh, pseudoname is for oh, writing. Possibly Jeff Morris. Is that what you're going by now? I I, I wasn't sure if I'd be able to make it tonight, so I I, I... you were possibly Jeff Morris on so the show agent, notes. So my agent booked me as possibly Jeff possibly Morris. Jeff Morris. Excellent. Uh, yes. Yeah, so Jeff is going to sit with us. Scab Jeff. Uh, we gave away your book last week. I, I heard. I'm not sure that I saw my name on the on the list of. You, you were ineligible. I was ineligible. You are ineligible. <laughs> well, here's the book, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Can't win your own book. We still have yet to send it out. Apparently. No, we, we're going to do it this week. Okay. Uh, Zombies: The True Story of the Titanic Disaster by Jeff Morris. Uh, it was won by Jordan from uh, the Dakotas. Hojo B one. South Dakota, I believe. Uh, North Dakota? I think it's South Dakota. You're, you're the one... Uh, we, have his, we have his address. Out, so. Did he want something special written in the, in the He front? didn't say, but would you... I'll tweet it out at the break, and then if he responds, you can write in. If not, you can write your own story. I will write uh, whatever he wants in there. Okay. And he will write whatever you want. <laughs> yes. Yes, he will. As, as Jeff's brother knows. Hojo yes. B1 live at Mount Rushmore? Uh, I think he does. Yeah, I think, I think he he's got one of the condos inside Abe Lincoln's nose. I thought, oh, I thought it was George Washington's mouth. <laughs> uh, is he with Team America? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah! Oh, the other day I, I, I heard that the tallest structure in North America is, the, is in North Dakota. What is it? The tallest man-made structure the in Sioux? North America. Is that the Sioux? Chief Crazy Horse. Yeah. It's some radio tower, but apparently it's, it's taller than the... the 
whatever Burge, buildings. taller or tower or whatever in Dubai. That oh, was, really? It's taller than the Burj? But wow. it's apparently this humongous structure that I had no idea that, that it was in North Dakota. <laughs> that was kind of a letdown as a radio tower. Thought well, it would be something cool. It, for, to be fair, they only build one big one in the middle, and it reaches the entire state. Well, there's only 12 people in North Dakota, and they're all around that there's, tower. There's a lot more people in North Dakota. It's one it, of the fastest-growing states in the they're Union. They're all in Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep they being killed off. They seeing the movie. And they keep Which being didn't take off. place in Fargo, except for that one scene. <laughs> they banned wood chippers in Fargo. It'd they're be, deadly. It'd be pretty cool if it was just a giant monolith. <laughs> just one? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Um... Jeff, you're looking for something? Yeah, I'm looking for the bottle opener. I don't know. Just flying his hand around. Here, use the Green Lantern ring. Do that open bottles? I'm trying. Uh, Yes, so moving on. uh, Anything you want to plug this week, author Jeff Morris? I've got some floppy bribes. You got some swag? It's a twist top. I don't need it. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Jeff. (laughs) I knew I'd seen it, too. (laughs) Actually, the Green Lantern ring twisted it off for you. That's the biggest Green Lantern ring I've ever seen in my it life. It is. Where, did we get this out of a cereal box? Uh, number one fan Doug gave that to us. Oh, okay, sweet. I'm sure he bought it at Disney. All right. Uh, what do you have, Scab Jeff? For uh, what is this? Like well, bribery well, first for floppy? Is, this is for you, Jason. Oh, it's a poster bo- uh, container here. Uh, I don't know if I can open that. It's, oh. just, it's just a cardboard tube. Let's see. It's a poster of some sort. <laughs> Double sided. I see Paul Blart on it. <laughs> <laughs> Mall Cop. No, 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 no. no. Two. Mall Cop 2. Mall Cop 2. Oh, yes. that is... It's double-sided as in it's backwards on the other side. The stakes well, have that... been raised. And so he's that, all that's alone. That's you can tell it's an authentic poster. Because if it's just a white back, then it was just a cheap uh, reproduction. I don't think you can say that on air. Oh, sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, Vegas boy. has a new high roller is the theme. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's got to go up in the Hall of Shame. Oh, yes. It's going to go. Thank you for that. Uh, and secondly, the, this is something that's very important to me, but I really wanted it out of my house. You can give it to uh, Jeff over there. While <laughs> you want to open it, Blake? <laughs> you no, want you it out of your house. If, if that was bubble wrap, I would, but that's just the uh, hefty uh, sponge bag. I figured it would be more dramatic if it were concealed in some way, shape, or form. That's Uh-oh. true. Concealment Uh-oh. is good. Oh! <laughs> it's a movie. What is it? Oh. <laughs> One that will never what be seen. I can't see. And we're, it's illegal to ship that. A Serbian <laughs> film. A Serbian film. What's this? Oh, it's oh, unrated. You should watch it. You should watch it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this like the human centipede shit? No, 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 no. no. You wish it was the human centipede. <laughs> you, you should watch it. Watch it with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> You need to go back to episode five <laughs> and listen to the one that Jeff Scab Jeff first came on. Every episode I've been in, <laughs> we have talked about it, but Blake doesn't pay attention, so it's okay. Uh, yeah, thanks. It was, it was number one on my most disturbing film list. Uh, great. <laughs> but so, you're welcome. No backs. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no white elephant gifts. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'll trade you the Paul Blart uh, poster for the uh, a Serbian film. Uh, I'm going to take my Paul Blart poster because that doesn't look as bad now. No, I'll take that. Thank I you. I can remember vaguely some items that you've discussed about this, but I, I just know that 
curiosity is killing me. So I'll probably watch it when I'm over here at Jason's house during the <laughs> Floppy Awards. I'm sorry. What was that? That's not allowed. That's yeah, not allowed. I'm not sure that's legal with his with his children in his house. <laughs> no, children won't be here for the floppy awards. No, no. Oh, yeah, they usually take children out on purpose. Oh, we can have it playing in the background during the floppy awards. No, we go. cannot. No, I am going to put my foot down on that. Uh, but you've no. never seen it. No, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, I've never had root canal. I don't want that either. I don't need to experience it. Thanks for that. <laughs> oh, there, there's still put that more. Over there's there. still more coming. We could give it away as a gift at the Cincinnati Comic No. Uh, <laughs> we will be banned. Uh, let's see. Uh, today is Idris Elba's birthday. Happy so, birthday, Idris. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. He only has half a floppy today. Uh, he is 44, I believe, or 54, or 70. I'm not sure. Okay, uh, wait a minute. Yes, I think he's 44. I'm not sure. It's one of those. Somebody could look that up. Uh, let's see. Or also, not. Also, September 23rd. Our sponsor of Cincinnati Comic Expo got the city of Cincinnati and our mayor, Cranley, to make September 23rd Stanley Day in Cincinnati. Yeah, I know it's great, you know, for the Comic Expo and all, but really, doesn't our government have better things to do? No, actually, they don't. That's why. But it's great. It's Stanley Day. Wait a minute. This is city government, Jeff. No, yeah. so the city government yeah, does that. They nothing should better have to do. better things to do. They do, but the streetcar is up and running by then, so we're fine. Oh, okay. But is it, it is a big thing, so thank you, Stanley, for coming to our city, and, you know, we got the keys to the city. Uh, Excelsior. That's right. Uh, so September 23rd, and uh, anything else going on? Anything you guys got? Uh, any movies? Uh, uh, apparently, uh, one of my friends went to Dragon Con down in Atlanta, Uh this this last weekend, yeah, I saw and that, and mentioned that uh, they knew me, and there was someone there who actually had read my books. Whoa! I was very excited that that someone who knew the author of the haunted handbooks was actually there in the same food court as they were. Wow! Which is very exciting for me. That is this exciting. Is, I don't even have an Atlanta book. Nashville's as close as I got to And we Atlanta. know they don't read. So it's got to go to Georgia. Maybe <laughs> oh, they got the... Oh, okay. Maybe they didn't do well in Nashville because they all got shipped to Georgia. <laughs> uh, but this weekend, I also saw Morgan. Yes, that bombed at the box office. And... Rightly Rightfully so. so. <laughs> right, right, rightly so. Uh, I, I don't know if we're revealing the topic bef- no, go behind ahead. Our, our top five, but... Uh, probably the top five could all have taken place in that movie. Okay. So and, you... and uh, if anybody plans to see it, you might want to tune out for the next 37 seconds. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those twist ending uh, ending movies. Anybody here plan to see it? No. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, what is it? Okay. It's, it's okay. Give us two Let's sentences go. or less. What's the synopsis? Uh... On the spot. Uh, it's, uh, Would you like me to check IMDb? There's a, there's a, <laughs> Jeff there's doesn't do well on the AI spot. AI robot android type of, of creature, and she attacks a human. And there's a risk management consultant who needs to come in and decide whether they oh. need to terminate this, this yeah, AI this creature. Or let uh, it go. I'm paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the trailer was made by that that uh, that computer who um, how Watson uh, what yeah Watson the one who played uh, Jeopardy, but the, he actually made the the trailer for it, um, which didn't make any sense. 
And I blame Watson for actually going and watching the movie. But Kate Kate Mara was the the main character. She was the risk the risk management consultant. And again, tune out if you plan to see it because it was a twist, sixth sense type of ending. She was the robot. She ends up being a robot. Shocking. Which Kate Mara, robot. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of writes itself. It's kind of typecasting, don't you think? You're telling me the lady that... The twist would have been had she not actually been a robot at the end. She was a human? (laughs) Oh, she is actually a a human. (laughs) I didn't see that coming. So she's a robot that's actually in charge of whether or not terminating other robots? Yeah, but you you don't know that until the very, very end. So it was a good Blade Runner sequel. (laughs) And what really pissed me off about it was it... It had a good, a good vibe to it at the beginning. It felt like Alien at the beginning. The first Alien, they go out to this house in the middle of nowhere where these, these this handful of scientists who were uh, who created this AI are all out there. So that's going to be number five on my top five. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, the the worst idea in the whole thing was the the AI escapes and starts attacking and. And killing people, and they tranquilize it. The robot. The robot. It's like uh, it's like a Cronenberg type half, okay. like half biologic, half cyborg, half cyborg. And they and they bring it back, and they all know at this point that they have to terminate it because that's the the law Protocol. or the rules or or whatever. It's uh, what the company says. But they wait for it to wake up, and then they tell it, "Hey, we're going to kill you." Oh, that's And then nice. they put it to sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. this literally happens and then of course it's because of this that she gets all pissed off and then when when ha- she happens to wake up before they kill, they her. kill it <laughs> she goes crazy and, and starts killing everybody but they have to wake it up first to tell it hey we're going to kill you the, the protocols probably state you have to let it know it's going to be terminated <laughs> you have to let it know yep you were bad <laughs> bad robot <laughs> Well, that's going to be our bad idea of the week. Okay, moving on. Sorry, I was just writing that down. But I've just ruined it for anybody who plans to see it. So welcome anybody to everybody who turned out for those 43 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, I think you were several minutes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you keep hitting like that 15-second thing a couple of times. You're still talking about back and edit no, no, uh, where no. we tell them how long to sit out for. We, we don't edit. What are you talking about? Uh, Jeff, or uh, Blake? Yes. You were on 40 Going On 14. I was on the uh, our friend's podcast, the uh, 40 mm-hmm. Going On 14. Uh, they have... Weekly themes, and this week's theme was Adventures in Babysitting. So I had to watch the old original Adventures in Babysitting from 1987 with Elizabeth Shue, which was still good, enjoyable, still good after all these years. Okay, and then I had to watch the abysmal 2016 Disney Wide Wonder Wonderful World of Disney remake that was made for 12 year old girls, and I felt filthy for watching it. Was that the one with Jonah Hill? No. Oh, is that the one with Christina Applegate? No. <laughs> I think that's Don't Tell Mom. No, the that's Don't Tell Mom. Babysitter's Dishes are done, man. <laughs> yes. I like that movie. So, yeah, I had fun out there. They, they Skyped me in, and, and it was kind of a different experience than talking on our podcast because 
You, you know, when you're here, you can get the social cues and when you can speak and talk to each other because we're all looking at each other. Oh, and yeah. Except for, you know, when we ignore Jason. And, what? Uh, Whatever. You know, basically, so you're sitting there, you're, you're, you're on Skype, you got something funny to say, but, but then the moment passes, two or three other people talk, and then you don't want to backtrack <laughs> to what's already happened before. I, and I did it twice, and I felt kind of bad about it, but I was, but... Screw uh, it, uh, it's not your show. <laughs> but, no, but, yeah, but, the, but the best part was, they're, they're great guys, and I, I had a lot of fun doing it. So if you like the uh, Adventures in Babysitting, or just want to reminisce about Adventures in Babysitting, and Elizabeth, or just about Elizabeth Shue in general. Mm, Palmetto. Yeah, you know, just, just go back and have some fun, and, and you can listen to that. But there was an awkward CSI? moment... There was an awkward moment at the very end because we had been going for probably about four hours. I mean, when they when they cut everything down and take the breaks out, uh, it was almost a two-hour podcast. And, and uh, normally, I think they keep them at about one. But um, it was kind of funny. I guess the, you know a number of them are going to be out for the next several weeks, so they're a- inviting their you know friends to come in and, and be their scab, Joel or or Michael or whatever. As they move on, and uh, I didn't catch what they heard in the very beginning, but I said, "Yeah, you know, you know, if you want our podcasting friends, and you know, you know, you want to be on the show, we have more in tune, more in the future for you to come on and be a guest." And I didn't hear that first part. I thought they were talking to me. It's like, "Hey, yeah, that'd be great. I can't wait." And there's like this awkward pause moment of silence. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, I listened to it again. I listened to it just so I could critique myself and and um, <laughs> didn't yeah, come out it was the way you funny. thought it went. It didn't come out the way you thought it went. <laughs> well, he's on the blacklist now. On the blacklist. Hobie, please never come on the show again. Uh, if well, they didn't like it, they could have edited it because they do that. Well, uh, yeah, they they do. I was like, at least I made it beyond the hi and the goodbye. It was like <laughs> they kept my comments in between. I'm was like, there hey. somebody on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you did get the first review. Yes. From Hobbit Hawk, aka Pumazili. Nikki. Yes. Nikki. Oh yes, Nikki. Blake hasn't been doing too bad. I haven't finished it yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wait to the end. <laughs> Well, where, that's good. Where the alcohol starts kicking in and, and you're trying to so complete it, sentences. Based yeah. on that review, you got a B. You know, actually, what's B minus? B minus. B minus. Good job, Nikki. You work for Iron Timmy Weekly. Actually, this week. you know what? What is pretty funny? They actually had uh, Nikki. Uh, they actually had on their listener feedback. Now, what mm-hmm. they do is they encourage people. They got like an 800 number or whatever yes. to call and leave voicemails. And they actually played two of Nikki's voicemails. Uh, feedback in regards to they had a pop star episode mm-hmm. and then something about cricket. They're obsessed with cricket at the moment. I think Nikki got them obsessed with cricket. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it's what well, they still don't understand it, but they're having something to do with cricket every week just for the fun of it. And it's always kind of interesting. It's kind of neat to hear Nikki's voice because other than that, it's just you know you know my voice reading Nikki. <laughs> You know, so it was actually kind of fun to listen to one of our um, fans' voice. And then I was laughing because it was like Stream of Thoughts by Nikki. (laughs) (laughs) I just started rambling on about pop stars and and then about cricket. And I was like, this is pretty funny. Get Nikki. You know what? We're going to put Nikki as our listener of the week this week. There you go. Sure. Sure. Okay. Here's the thing, Nikki. I want you to call into 40 going on 14s. Uh, voicemail, and I want you to talk nothing but Hobie. Hobie. <laughs> That's all I want you to do. All I want you to do. If you do, you could get a Serbian film. I'm not saying I'm going to send it. <laughs> Next 
time you're in town, I'll yeah. hand it to you. I, I don't think we're allowed don't, to send that across Don't pick borders. it up in customs. You'll get arrested. <laughs> or a Paul Blart poster. I'm just saying. Or this Green Lantern ring. Uh, let's see. So, so you're giving away my presents? Oh, I thought that's what we did. <laughs> we thought they were gifts. Uh, Nico should be pro- we got a Hobie specialized jersey we keep in the studio. Yeah, weren't you going to sign this a Serbian film? <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> sign this cover, please? No way a part of that film. Uh, let's see. Uh, I saw Angry Birds, the cartoon. The movie? Yeah. Very well done. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Uh, my son really wanted to see it, and so we bought it because it was wasn't too bad. It was the first week, so it was cheap to, cheaper to buy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was really funny. The best line of the whole thing is when they're uh, charging after uh, the bad guys, and uh, Jason uh, say so. Dukas say Jason Sudukas. Yes, he plays Red, the main character, and he tells his troops, "Drop your nuts and move your butts." And <laughs> they drop the nuts that they were carrying, and my wife goes. That's appropriate. <laughs> so now my son's walking around the house going, drop your nuts and move your butts, guys. <laughs> and my wife goes, please don't say that at school. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure everyone at school seen the movie right. and will get it. Uh, and That then, doesn't sound good. Oh, it's funny. Like the eggs, the, <laughs> the pigs. The previews t- look terrible. Oh, it's, fu- it's a lot of adult humor because they... Um, like nut dropping. Josh but Gad. that's not funny. Josh Gad. Don't you see that? No, it is funny. funny. <laughs> Josh Gad plays the energetic little yellow guy, uh, the yellow bird in it. And uh, the pigs take the eggs and they're like, what are we going to do? All of our babies are gone. And he's like, there's only one thing to do, ladies. Get it on tonight. Let's make some eggs. <laughs> and he's making gyrating. It's like. I don't think this is appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking so, over at Jeff. So the humor is it's inappropriate for kids, but they don't really get it. So that's what makes the movie good. Not all or, of it. Or, or this is what makes the movie tolerable for parents. Thank you. I actually so, enjoyed so that's, it. So that's why you, you're saying it's good. It's tolerable well, for parents. I'm throwing at you. Anyways, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. My wife enjoyed but it. But your explanation of that is that there's adult humor in it. Every, that... Everybody knows my explanation, explanation, explanation. Of, anything, <laughs> of anything is never good. <laughs> expert explanation. Your explanation. You I wish you make that a word. Thank you. Expert, nation. expert explanation. Your I give explanation. it a B. I give it a B. Does Kevin James do one of the voices? No. <laughs> no. You were really hoping he did. I blocked it out if he did. No, I don't think he does, though. Right. Explanation. Okay, so this this past week, I kind of got on a Dan Harmon kick. I'm sorry. I'm not. Okay. Uh, but so did not, he do community? He did community. Did He's, he do Arrested Development? No. Okay. I don't okay. think so. Uh but uh, he does a his podcast Harmontown, mm-hmm. and he's been doing that for several years. And uh, part of the podcast they do, they have the people on the show play D anD D on the podcast. Well, apparently he's got a deal or whatever on one of these CISO, I think is the website where uh, that's the new comedy website uh or a comedy uh channel that nbc bought we talked about a couple weeks months oh, ago that's the one okay you gotta pay for it i think yeah you gotta pay for yeah. it but well the first 10 episodes at least of the uh harman quest where they animate a bunch of the adventures they go on it in their D. they got like 
10 episodes of D&D, and each episode has a different guest that plays a guest character on. And oh, they, they got some, some great names. <clears throat> Aubrey Plaza was on one that made me really, really laugh. Did uh, she deadpan her character? Oh, yeah. She yeah. was very She's deadpan. the one from Parks and Rec, right? Yeah. Yes. She's, okay. Yeah, her humor is the complete straight-faced deadpan, right? Yeah. Okay. And that's pretty much how she did her. That's how she did her character too. <laughs> she did her character. Uh, uh, was it? Uh, but you, but you John get the Hodgson sense that and... she's doing it facetiously, while Kate Mara does the same character. I <laughs> 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 think she knows one way or the other. Why are she you doesn't... mocking me? I am Kate Mara. I am human. But so I kind of got into uh, watching that, and then I yes. noticed on Netflix there was a, a documentary uh, called Harmontown. About, I think it was like after he got fired from Community, he kind of was kind of at a low point and he took his uh, podcast on the road. And that got good of, reviews, that documentary. Uh, I watched it uh, Sunday night. Did you like it? I did. Okay. Really? Really? I'm sorry. <laughs> it was Monday night I watched it. The mm-hmm. Holiday is throwing me off. I agree. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it, uh, and you know, it, it was funny. It was sad. It was tragic. It was enjoyable. So, so I'm throwing my two cents out there between the uh, the Harmontown documentary and the Harmon Quest uh, show uh, on CISO, or uh, like I said, at least ten episodes of it are on uh, YouTube. Does he say drop your nuts and move your butts? No, he okay. never said that. You know, there's a good military expression that I could teach your son. It has talk, it talks about socks and cocks, but I think I'll let that go. Let's wait. Let's wait. That sounds British. <laughs> Very British. No. Well, I bought a game after much, much looking at the targets, target stores. Oregon Trail, the card game. Yeah. These are going for like fifty dollars online because you only can buy it in stores and it's a limited run. You can't get it online. You cannot buy it online Ooh. at Target. Uh, let's see. Uh, it is a fun game. Basically, uh, you'd play, you have trail cards, and you got supply cards. You get five supply cards. And then there's calamity cards. You connect a trail by cards. After you get five trail cards in a row, uh, you combine them, and it's just the top one shows. And you got to get basically 10 of those. So basically, you're using 50 trail cards to get to the point A to point B, Missouri to Oregon. But along the way, like, you have to cock, uh, cock. That didn't sound right. Uh, you have to cock your wagon to get across the river, but you had to roll a dice. If you get uh, an even number, you get across. If not, you lose the supply card. Uh, the only way you can get supply cards back is basically if you put, play a fort or a house, uh, or a town. I'm sorry, a town. And uh, but you can also get a calamity card with a lot of the trails that you use. So you gotta be smart. And the trail, the calamity cards are snake bite, frozen, uh, frostbite. Uh, my wife was one card away from winning and died of frostbite because she had no supply cards. And it wasn't dysentery? I died of dysentery. <laughs> oh, no, I died of snakebite. I'm sorry. Four turns into it. So <laughs> this is a multiplayer game? It is. And you're yeah. playing, you're trying to help each other, but you have this uh, dry erase board. What are the first names of your party? And then when you die, on the backside is gravestones. Uh-huh. And you have to put your epitaph. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. My wife had one. Uh, her FTF. We actually just played it before the podcast. Uh, she died three rounds into it of a snake. Uh, I forget what she died of. Snake bite. I don't know if it was a snake. Uh, something. Uh, she wrote. Well, that sucked. That was on her. Uh, <laughs> that was on her tombstone. Uh, my son died uh, of a snake bite. Uh, probably about in the seventh round. So he got pretty far, and he put his mm-hmm. name, and then he put 
quotations, I don't like snakes. So that was pretty deep. <laughs> snakes. Uh, but it's a fun game. It is tough. Why did it have to be And snakes? just like the real Oregon Trail game, uh, it is a tough game. Oh, I you went, just like the real Oregon Trail, just it like was the tough. Oregon Trail well, there's game. supplies, but uh, here's the best part. The reason why I love it, here's the trail cards. And obviously for people who can't see, but I'll put it on live here in a second. The writing is even, press spacebar to continue. Draw a calamity card now. It's even like it's, in the old DOS, it's the DOS format. DOS font. People that aren't familiar with why you're obsessed with mm-hmm. the Oregon Trail. Back in my uh, school days, elementary days, computer lab was a big day. And once in a, once a month, you got to play Oregon Trail, and you moved from Missouri to Oregon. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had a wagon, you had your family, and just like in the computer and this, this game. this was like on TI-99s? Yeah. <laughs> you had the guy with the gun. That's he right. was shooting bears, but you only could bring so many pounds back. Uh, and then Snake Bite You Died was always pretty popular. Look it up on YouTube, but they have uh, people playing. But there's Dysentery. You have died of Dysentery. There's some cards that you just die. Yeah. Uh, other ones <laughs> you, is... You just die. You're dead. You have Typhoid. One clean water card and one medicine card can cure you. One round of play without a cure and you have died. (laughs) (laughs) And you can ask people for help. Like if they have clean water, you're Mm. like, hey, can you do that? And that's their turn. I'm like, no, I might need my clean water. That's right. But then, so that is the game. And it is a fun, fun game. So if uh, you can find it at Target, I recommend it. So It's almost like uh, The Walking Dead or Fear the Walking Dead. Did they die? Except there's no zombies. Yeah, I have not caught up on Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. Or Fear the Walking Dead, I mean. They just had the uh, third episode this weekend. I actually, I'm liking it, to tell you the truth. It's pretty good. Uh, When you get caught up, maybe we we can discuss. I will try to get caught up this week. I'm pretty caught up on everything else except that. Yeah. So, uh, Morris, did you have anything? Uh, Yeah, since the Golden Globes last year, I've been... In I've been watching uh, Mr. Robot. <laughs> have you guys seen Mr. Robot? I've never actually watched it. It's on Netflix now, and I've yet to see it. Is it really? Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix or Amazon. Oh, uh, if it's Amazon. I think it's on Netflix, though. So. Then you <laughs> you have my hopes way up. Sorry. Crush them. <laughs> uh, but it is a fantastic... It may be my favorite TV show of all time. Of all time? And it's a USA show with Christian Slater. Which either one of those two probably would have turned me off of the whole thing to begin with. But it is a fantastic... It reminds me a lot... Did you ever see Darren Aronofsky's Pie? No. I've it's, seen parts of it. That's where they're obsessed about Pie. The 3.14 Infinity. Oh, I thought it was about lemon meringue no. or apple. There's a big pie fight at the end, but... <laughs> But but it really reminds me of Darren Aronofsky's Pie, and it's about hackers, and it, it's the, there's twists, and it and it seems like on the surface that it's depending on the twists, but it's really not. It's not depending on those twists at all. And then there's even a second season after the big twist at the end of the first season, and it's it's a very very dark show. It's a very very well done show and it just blows my mind that it's on USA and I have a whole new respect for that network after after watching this and it's still going on it's on every Wednesday uh, so hey wait it's a minute popular shows. wait a minute I watched the first season of Black Mirror uh oh okay okay <laughs> you didn't warn me about the first episode <laughs> I, I I don't want to spoil it for anyone. <laughs> I already spoiled it. If people are listening to the podcast, but they yeah. already heard my 
<laughs> remarks yeah, he, about that. He, he fucks the pig. You yeah. didn't totally. prepare me for that. <laughs> but, Spoiler! And I sat there and I thought, why does Jeff Morris like this? Then you bring in a Serbian film. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole time you're thinking, is he going to fuck the pig? Is he going to fuck the pig? Well, it's more, well, more, of, a, it's a more, a status, more of a status about what people will do and watch on social media. Basically, it's uh, it's about how social media can control the world. Most social media control the world, and 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 so did you watch? Even though even though everybody, I still watch it. Yes, I did. (laughs) Actually, I did. There's a couple of episodes and stories that I that I really liked, that I really enjoyed. White Christmas was probably the one that disturbed me the most. Which uh, Uh, the one with John Hamm. Which uh, was that still season? I've only been through season one. Which I'm one not was sure if that. I'm not sure what the seasons are because it's. Uh, that's it's the guy one. with the guy Don Draper from Mad Men. If you've not seen one with Don Draper from Mad Men, you haven't uh, seen that I can't one. Can't remember, but uh, yeah, I, I liked the uh, the concept of the game show, the the futuristic society, where they all have to power through bike riding to you know keep yeah. society lit, and they they keep everybody entertained with a reality show. Every Go episode figure. was interesting. Every episode is uh, the one where she orders away for a replica of her husband. Which is pretty goofy. That was actually pretty well done. I actually like that. Uh, that was that was disturbing. That, that, all of them were they're, more they're disturbing all, than fucking the pig. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> well. I don't know. <laughs> I could be debatable. But uh, no, I haven't gotten through past season t- two, season two yet. But uh, if I can, I, I probably will. All right. As long as there's no poor sign. Uh, did you watch it because I suggested it? Yeah, I did. Exactly. I, I, had to, I, I had a rare free time on my hands, and I, I watched some episodes. Excellent. And then complained to us. And then complained <laughs> to these guys. But but he kept watching, and he's probably going to watch season two. So. Yeah, probably. Maybe eventually. Uh, the countdown is on. Jordan has not responded to the tweet yet. Uh, if that's the case... Scab Jeff will write anything he wants in the book that. No, I'll just keep it with the signature. He he wrote okay. it fair and square. Okay. So he can reset, but he has to read it. That was the condition, right? Yeah, yeah. And we and actually got a, a review. We got a lot of people that said they would read it on Twitter. So there so, you go. So Jason's suggestion was now you can go buy it since you didn't win it. <laughs> Did uh, have you looked at the sales of your book since you've been on Hobie? Uh, I have sold two on Kindle now. Ooh. I think we got the Hobie bounce. Go. We like to say that. Thank you. How many have been I'm returned? Not sure I'm, I'm not sure I've sold any hard copies. Yet. They, re- they, re- they returned the whole Kindle. <laughs> Take the Kindle. I, I don't even want the Kindle. <laughs> it tainted. Everyone who's read it has really, really liked it. I agree. All sure. three of them. But, I, uh, but the but the the promotion hasn't been great with this one. Except for Hobie, Hobie promotion. So we promoted it for you. There you go. I'd uh, read it if I could. <laughs> but you already gave me the synopsis, so. <laughs> but no, I, I, I gave told, you the title. <laughs> it's, in the title. Yeah, it's in the title. Anyone how zombies sink the Titanic? I figure everybody is curious as hell. How do zombies sink a Titanic? They uh, weigh it down. Uh, let's see the Twitter. I'm bringing up sales right now. Okay, <laughs> the Twitter poll of the week. Poll of the week. Uh, what television show are you most excited about for the fall season? This is superhero. Uh, we had Arrow, The Flash, Agents of Shield, and Supergirl were your options. Because we can only have four. Uh, yes, thanks, Twitter. 
Thank you, Twitter. Uh, here's the worst part. Uh, we have never had a 0% ever <laughs> in the polls that we have done in the last three months or two months. Uh, we got the first one, 0%. Ooh, what does that say? Arrow. It says no one's looking forward to Arrow. 0% for Arrow. So I guess we should tell the intern, just drop all the Arrow news. No, I love Arrow. Okay. Intern, don't do that. See, Jason would have voted for Arrow if, if he were allowed he could to vote. vote. No, <laughs> Flash. <laughs> Uh, see, there you go. Uh, Arrow, they said no more flashbacks after this season. Thank Christ. There shouldn't be any this season. Didn't they already catch up? He's going to be Russian now. He's going to be in Russia. What? Okay, but did he already reach the five I, years? I don't know. They're going to have flashbacks to season one. Tommy's back. Yeah. Wait a minute. How's Tommy here? Yeah. Uh, the rumor is that due to Flashpoint and the Flash, Tommy may be back. Oh, uh, they're bringing people back from the dead. I hope not. Uh, uh, if maybe, so, then make it Blackest Night. Then maybe Merlin will get his arm back, too. Uh. I hope not. <laughs> uh, the fla- uh, Let's see, number two, uh, in third place was 9%, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Almost zero. I I uh, have seen the season. I was all caught up. I, don't, I, I like it, but I felt like this season was a little lackluster at the end. <clears throat> it was. It kind of dragged. I, they lost my favorite part of the show. What's that? Well, with uh, Bobby and Hunter. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Bobby and Hunter left. They're not getting their own show, so, but they're still not coming back. So I'm a little. Well, ABC's president said uh, originally that they did not want more superhero shows, and now they say they do. So it's like, but you got you just. It wasn't even a superhero. That was just a spy show. Yeah, most wanted would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have just been spies. Anything with uh. With uh, Mock- Mockingbird? Yeah. Mockingbird. Would have been awesome. And Nick Blood. Yeah, it's just Nick Blood. It's not a superhero name. Uh, <laughs> not a spy name. Uh, in third place uh, is Supergirl at 36%. I'm kind of intrigued how they incorporate this. So, uh, yeah, Supergirl is at 36%. And there's uh, confirmation that Diggle will be on the show for a couple episodes. Supergirl? Yeah. Because they need to cross, cross over. Yeah. And number one, 55% of the vote, The Flash. I could see that. I think everybody's excited or cautiously optimistic about the, you know, the whole time jump and flashpoint. Uh, I'm just excited because this season there's going to be another uh, speedster. He's not going to yeah. be the fastest guy in the town. I was shocked. There's going to be another Again. speedster. Again. Somebody's faster than the Flash. I'm the world's fastest human, except for when he shows up. <laughs> except he for shows up. See what she. What they realized is being incredibly fast is only beneficial when you're trying to catch someone else who's incredibly fast. Otherwise, they don't know how to work with someone who's very fast and how, unless it's against somebody else with speed, they don't know how to make it. Well, Barry Allen forgets that he has speed powers in the first five episodes, supposedly. Oh, amnesia, huh? (sighs) Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. He doesn't have amnesia, he just doesn't realize he has powers. So then Wally West is your super, your Flash. Ah. Which okay. I'm okay with. I, I'm intrigued by him. So Gotham didn't make the uh, the poll? I completely forgot about Gotham, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> forgot. Actually, I just saw the preview you for this season for Gotham. The promo looks a little bit darker, and I'm kind of intrigued by it. I am. I kind of like it still. You mean two-time floppy winning show Gotham you completely forgot about? Uh, yeah, I, it is a two-time floppy winner. Uh. <laughs> Short-term memory. If it's not in front of you right now, 
for people that are new to the city, uh, new to the podcast, uh, every December we do the floppy year-end awards, and uh, we have the show of the year, the superhero show of the year, and Gotham has won two years in a row uh, against Better Judgment. Uh, I don't even know how they win. I really don't. Um, but yes, they are two-time. I winner. know how they won. You voted wrong last I year. I did vote wrong. <laughs> Uh, that means see. I voted correctly. Uh, we are, they won. We are on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. And as we're doing this, we actually get tweets. Uh, reasons are several. At yeah. Reasons are. I just tweeted out the Oregon Trail card game. Yeah. Uh, picture of it. And it says, so is it 100 cards and 63 say you died of dysentery? It was all too common of an outcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Frostbite's in there, too. Uh, <laughs> and snake bite. Don't forget snake bite. That's right. Yes, but on the cover of your Oregon Trail, it says, you yeah. have died of dysentery. It does say that. It does say that on the well, cover. That is what they are most known for. That's what they're That's known where for. That's where they so. fell into the pop culture lexicon. Is you said a shirt that said that. <laughs> have died of dysentery. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's get some listener feedback. All right. So uh, we're off to listener feedback. Yay! And we start with this guy, Doug. Number one fan, Doug. Can't give yourself a nickname. Doug says, who's Stargirl in the new Legends of Tomorrow? Uh, some chick from the Justice Society of America. She's pretty badass in the book. I liked her in the comic books. Uh, she has a staff that she beats everybody up with. That's the only power. thing I know from her. Yeah, like she, the picture yeah. uh, uh, that he tweeted out. She that's was, pretty much all I know about She Star was Girl. in a comic book. I don't remember the series that she was in, but I I had the series for a while. So probably Batman. No, it was something else. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> she, taken. she got a star on her chest. She does. Uh, she was pretty badass in it. I think it was Justice League. Or should I say... She actually oh. joined Justice League oh, for a star on her cleavage. Uh, what was that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you said something else. Uh, yeah, so it, she was a kick-ass uh, character. I liked her a lot. So uh, she is in the New Legends of Tomorrow. I'm kind of intrigued by it. I like to see how her and White Canary mingle. So... Is she going to be a permanent, do. or I think she... this season she is. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just thinking they're adding some off. Justice Society members. Well, I knew they had what's his name, Wa- uh, Iron Man, or whatever his name is. Our Man. Okay, I thought you said Arrow Man. Arrow Man. <laughs> so this is a TV show. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. Has it already started? Uh, the, the first season, season did. It's another. Why have I not heard of this? What second know. season? What station is this on? CW. The same as Flash and Arrow and Supergirl now. It's right after Dawson's Creek. <laughs> That song he knows the actual words to. <laughs> I love Dawson's Creek. Every other song that he tries I, to sing, he can't only get about three words through before screwing up it somehow. For lies to be over, want to know. Uh, yeah, I love Dawson's Creek growing up. I was Team Pacey. <laughs> and then he went on to star in one of your other favorite Fringe. Shows. I love Joshua Jackson. Now he's in The Affair, and I really want to see The Affair. So, oh, I don't like The he's Affair. cheating on me. He's mm-hmm. cheating on my heart. <laughs> all right so uh our listeners are very uh astute listeners because they're smart and so they like to send us in corrections lots of corrections this week lots of corrections this week so starting uh with uh chris from 365 flicks he says uh the english gentleman dubbing over of john mcclain in die hard was quite off-putting if i'm honest they... Yep, I call you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Did they actually? I don't think so. I think no. you're being funny. 
<laughs> Yippee ki yay, motherfuckers! How's a potato? Cheerio! <laughs> Let's have some tea before I say yippee ki yay. I'm not sure I understand yeah. a single word in that entire... Yeah. That we were talking about feedback. dubbing last week, and we were asking if... See, Jeff, if you actually listened to uh, the show instead of just being on it, you might understand. Up. But I'm catching this. up on Sopranos. Is that this a podcast? This is better than Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you how that ends. <laughs> in uh, all darkness. Uh, Hello, darkness, my old friend. No, that oh. Uh, those two word songs I know more than three words to. Uh, I don't know the rest. Uh, anyways, uh, we had a question at the break of how many people died on the Oregon Trail. I thought I would share it to you on air here. Uh, t- about 200,000 people uh, traveled from Missouri to California or yeah. um, on the Oregon Trail. 20,000 people died about. So about 10%. About 10%. 10% died. Yeah. So 90% survived. Yeah. What? And my joke was I thought 7% died. I was pretty damn close. I think you meant 7% survived. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so what percentage of those died of dysentery? Uh, it says 92%. The other one, uh, eight, 6% died of snake bite and 2% died of lupus. Oh, that's interesting. I'm making that up. Werewolves? <laughs> you said he died of werewolves? Lycanthropy was a problem? <laughs> no, lupus, not no lichens. No wonder Abraham Lincoln was such a great werewolf hunter. Vampire. He was a vampire. Oh, same thing. Uh, All right, that's your correction for next week, <laughs> listeners. I'm already supplying you more ammunition. I think we got another correction, too. Oh, we got more corrections. I think this is nothing but corrections. No, just one more. Just, oh, one, just more. one more. Uh, Pam at Pam World says, Regarding Blue Crush last week, <laughs> Jessica Alba wasn't in Blue Crush. That was Kate Bosworth and Michelle Rodriguez. Yes, Jessica Alba was in the surfer movie Into the Blue with uh, what's his name from the Fast and the Furious movies, the dead guy. Paul Walker? Paul Walker. Okay. Yeah. yeah what was Into the Blue? It's a surfer movie with no. Paul Walker and Jessica Alba. <laughs> there you go. Well, I think Pam's wrong because my memory of Blue Crush had Jessica Alba in it and Jessica Biel. So I think my memory of Blue Crush is better than the actual Blue Crush. <laughs> was Tara Reid in that one? I think she was. <laughs> with Why not? Char- with sharks flying. and No, there were no sharks in the Blue Crush. Uh, Is that before or after Tara Reid's uh, boobs went east and west? That's why they're east and west. Oh, okay. She okay. belly flopped on a bad wave. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, next uh, one. The shark comes... was like, what flotation device do I eat? I don't <laughs> <Exactly>. know. <laughs> there are too many. Uh, to no, it's, a, it's a different movie. Oh, sorry. Uh, then we got uh, from uh, Stick Figures with Funny Hats. Oh, no, it's Passerby's podcast at Passerby Pod. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I don't get the stick figure with... You ever seen hats. their insignia? Yeah. It looked oh. like stick figures with funny hats. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, I haven't seen their insignia. Or you could say stick figures with migraine headaches. We love the Passerby podcast. Yes, we do. Yes. They said, uh, going into winter, how important is cold weather protection like jackets? Ask Worsley. Next episode 127 or 129, I'm not sure. Uh, we had a big debate about Worsley. Uh, he was this cunt that decided to uh, go across Antarctica without a jacket. Now, we use the C word in the English yes, the language English version. version. English okay, version. not the American version. So, uh, ladies, I, ladies, calm yourselves. Yeah, it wasn't that. It was the English version. Yes. Uh, so, you know, he didn't even have a cup of tea. Uh, to keep himself warm. So yeah, he he was he was just not bright. Um, he was trying to reenacting a crossing of the Antarctic that failed, mm-hmm. and he did it, it literally. Yeah. He thought he would be protected by the penguins. Uh, they were not there. 
uh, with they rockets act- strapped yes. to their backs. Yes. Uh, so Worsley did not work out well for that. Now, granted, no. I don't think jackets are quite as important as, say, Jason's mother thinks they are. Correct. My mom uh, is obsessed with jackets. Obsessed. I think I think she thinks it's too cold right now, and you should probably have a jacket on. Uh, my house is always at seventy degrees, sometimes sixty-eight degrees, but usually around seventy. And she brings a jacket over to the house too. So, my well, house. I, I That's almost you keep it too cold. 70. I almost, I almost took the blankie off the chair here for the Bob Studios. It, it is a little that, cold. It it's great cold in here. It's awesome. It's a little like too it. cold. Keep, no, I feel a little Worsley effect. <laughs> <laughs> Call Nickel. He might be. I don't know. I'm going to make you. it through this podcast. <laughs> but at least you have uh, clothes. You will be ate. Yes. It. You will be ate. It. Yes, that's true. And if you ever listen to the promo, that's why at the end of our our promo, mm-hmm. the uh, uh, Ruby and Scarlet say, "Always remember to wear a jacket." That's right. The insider jokes. Worsley did a good job uh, showing us that you should yes. always wear a jacket. All right. Oh, oh, hey, what do we got coming up next? I think we got a sexy listener of the week. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get it on. Who is it, Blake? Oh, it's from Nick Albright. His feature is Albright. He says, wow. That listener question segment ended amazingly so hot. The answer, one slice of all meat, Jeff, is all I can handle. This was in referring to the what pizza is the best, or how many pizzas can Jeff eat. I don't know, it had something to do with meat. <laughs> you don't even remember what the question was last Excuse week. me, if you're going to enter this room, you need to talk like this. Mm-hmm. And shake it like this. Not gonna happen. Oh, yeah. With Sausage. Yeah. Is it Italian sausage? It's cheesy. <laughs> That's up. Nick Albright. Thank you, Nick. Jeff's he, number one Nick fan. even comes with his own theme music. Thanks for sending that in. Yes. Yes. Uh, next, from uh, Drinking in the Park at Neil and Johnny. Mmm. Now, who sent this in? Was it Neil or was it Johnny? Uh, both. Or was it both. the sexy woman that does her promo? Uh, it was all three. Oh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> they collaborate. They collaborate. All right. So, uh, was it just me? Was it just me is was? Let's, let's be nice. Let's be nice. It's on Twitter. It's on Twitter. Was it just oh, me? Oh, is this the intern typing or is yes, this them? Both. Oh, they're obviously, they have been drinking in the park when yes. they sent this Twitter in. So I shall read it verbatim. Was it just me is was Superman a bit of a dick overall in the last two films? Please answer over the air with Dutch accent. I think that's meant for Jason to answer with his Dutch accent. So he's Dutch talking about accent. Man of Steel and Civil uh, Captain or Batman v Superman. Uh, Dawn of Justice. Colon Dawn. Crap. Uh, let's see. Let me do a Dutch accent. That's my clogs. Think of your finger in a dike. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, I think they say yaw a lot. Do they? In Dutch, in Dutch land. <laughs> I don't know what that music is, but I'm going with it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's putting your finger in a dike music. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's see. Yaw, uh, we, uh, yeah, he is a dick. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, he is a dick. Uh, he should smoke some of that uh, reefer down in Amsterdam. Yeah. And uh, he, he would be a lot more chill. But yeah, Superman's a dick. Totally. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> I think that was spot on. <laughs> Uh, listeners, please uh, send your tweets at Bad Ideas Podcast or at the History of Bad Ideas Facebook page and let me know what type of accent I was trying to do. Uh, that would be wonderful. Uh, I've been I've, uh, preparing for that question. I've been watching YouTube videos on Dutch accents Could all day. Could you do one? And you, you pretty much oh, thank nailed you. it right there. Dutch accents or Dutch rudder videos? Oh, God. Double Dutch rudder is the best. Anyways, moving on. Uh, YouTube that if you're over 18. Have you seen this Anyways. Serbian film? No, no. I'm good. I'm good. Please don't go. All right, that. next don't one comes that. from uh, Pittsburgh Nerd. Uh, thank you, Pittsburgh Nerd. Download early, download often. Thank you. Uh, Pittsburgh Nerd at Pittsburgh Nerd. Nerd. Pittsburgh Nerd Pod at Pittsburgh Nerd. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm catching up on Hobie today. The Wonder Years draft was great. I feel like I, I knocked out of the ballpark with that one. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can say, my draft was better than yours. It's not saying much. No, but that was that was the draft where Blake crippled me in the second round, and mm-hmm. I didn't recover. It was rough. It was it rough. Was. It was it was almost as if I had a spy in your draft room. It was. I think. Oh, man, are you telling me I need to check my guys? And make sure. <laughs> Things aren't leaking. That's right. You may have had a Sounds leak. like a doctor issue. You, you should make sure it's not leaking. <laughs> yeah, you should check Drip. that out. Drip. And Drip. Uh, finally, we got from uh, Dr. Number One at Dr. Number One. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, what happened to race relations during the offseason for Kaepernick to now take a stand? Not literally take a stand. He actually sits on that anthem. Yeah. Well, he, he modified it now. Yes. He takes a knee. Yes. Uh, what happened was... He lost his starting job. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how do I stay relevant? Yeah. Not relevant, just in the media. Yeah. How, how, why mm-hmm. do, how can I get people to talk about me? I like his hair. His, uh, his hair. Fro? Yeah, his afro. It's nice. I didn't actually recognize him. I'm like, when did that happen? Like, when did he grow that out quick? You mean, when did he stop cutting? Yes. <laughs> he would be, it would be more impressive if he actually could throw the ball well. But, you know, good for him. Blaine Gabbert beat you out. Just shut up. I, not, I think I think he's a he's an example of where his uh, message is lost in the medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, apparently, even Muhammad Ali's widow told him to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you know, as long as he puts his money where his mouth is and does yes. something about it, other than he did know, donate a million dollars. Um, it, donating money is one thing. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Doing something is next. Ah, uh, and the political podcast is down the hall. Down the, the hall. hall. All right. To the left. <laughs> That's where culture babble is. Okay. <laughs> oh, one good thing. Oh, wait. One good thing. thing. This comes from Doug. Uh, time out. For those people new, one good thing is a new uh, or is a, a, a segment that we brought back after a couple months years off and uh <laughs> scab jeff this is what we do we take a movie or anything actually pick anything that's in... universally panned and we say try to find one good thing out of it okay so blake what is it this week uh this week is the ark encounter in kentucky yes oh uh, i got a good one okay what well, time uh, out the ark encounter it has to be a good thing for people that don't live in kentucky good for you uh basically it's this 
recreation of Noah's Ark. Seven Pre- preferably exactly how it was supposedly described in the Bible is yes. what their intention was. Life-size Noah's Ark. Seven stories high. For the Creation Museum. Or seven stories long or something. I don't even know. Anyways, <laughs> but it's from the Creation Museum and it just opened. I think, I think it's one... 300 cubits long or something. Is that how it is? I thought it was two. <clears throat> if you sure. know what a cubit is. <laughs> yes. It's from here to here. It's the guy that sure. jumped up and down on the squares that lit up, right? He was orange? <laughs> no, that's Q-Bart. Oh, my bad, my bad. Oh, the arc didn't work out right then. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have snakes. <laughs> was Q-Bart orange? I think so. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he had the long snout. Sure. I just saw Wreck-It Ralph. I think I know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, basically people go there and they spend $24 to get in and tour this thing. Uh, the good news is it has a recreation. It has all the animals, including dinosaurs. These so. dinosaurs were on the ark. That's what they said. That's what this group says. Good for them for what and they believe. The Earth is only five thousand years old. Yep. Bobby H is a big fan. Uh, long time listener. Bobby H. He's a big fan, uh, or not a big fan. I'm sorry. I get, I get those confused. Uh, <laughs> so one good thing about the ark encounter, Scab Jeff, you go first. Uh, every picture that I've seen has the parking lot almost completely empty. So that restores <laughs> my faith in humanity a little bit more. Well, that ruins the one good thing that I had. <laughs> What was your one good thing? My one good thing was hopefully it at least brings, you know, some uh, money to the northern Kentucky area. That was my one good thing was bringing the money into Kentucky. (laughs) They they got a big uh, uh, government loan or or Mm -hmm. got a a write-off or something. They got a grant. Grant, that's it. They got a grant to help build it because it was supposed to spur on... Tourism. uh, Tourism. So I was... My one good thing was hopefully it spurs on tourism. Apparently that's not working, huh? <laughs> Which is a good thing. <laughs> I feel like this is wrong uh, on many so, levels. Now, now, actually, Big Bone Lake Park, which is south of there. Yes. Is, have we talked about this on the on the show? There is a park named Big Bone Lake. There's a, in it is it is true, and there the are Buffalo. there are geologists that give tours of Big Bone Lake. Mm-hmm. Now, the Creation Museum supposedly, allegedly, you know they'll they'll bust people down for tours of the park. And they contest the fact of the geological facts that the geologists and the tour guys give them about being 12 million years old and stratospheric. <laughs> they contest all that information, but yet they still want uh, free admissions on the basis that they're a religious uh, religious discount, you know, organization. Oh, down the hall. Down the hall. <laughs> so they, well, we don't like a religious like, one here, do we? Oh, that's I, upstairs. Well, the Sorry, other that's thing upstairs. I was going to say, that the Arcade downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I was said the Ark had dinosaurs. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, I said that already. There you that, go. That yeah. is cool. Well, now I can go look at dinosaurs without having to go to the actual uh, Natural History Museum. Yeah, because they just are scientists. I know. So now I can get my dinosaur facts from other locations. Okay. Uh, thank you, Doug, for the Ark encounter. Tiny surgery. I'd like to take his his face off. So that means it's time for our face-off segment. Yes. Where we take two or more factions Mm -hmm. and figure out by debate who would win. This week is from Doug. Doug's sending us everything this week. Good for you, Doug. Uh, This week is Jean-Claude Van Damme. Hi-ya! The Muscles from Brussels. Versus Hong Kong Fooey. Number one super guy. Versus Rob Van Dam, the wrestler. Some high wrestler. Literally, he is high most of the time. 
He, I think he made the cover of High Times. He did. He was High Times Man of the Year, I think, one time. So, Scab Jeff, who would win in a fight? In a three-way fight. I'm I'm embarrassed, but I'm not familiar with the last two. So you're going Jean-Claude Van Damme. (laughs) (laughs) So, wait a minute. You were Googling Double Dutch Rudders, but you weren't Googling Hong Kong Fooey or Rob Van Damme. (laughs) I didn't get that far. Oh, okay. (laughs) You couldn't get past the Rudders. Okay. (laughs) Rob Van Damme was a wrestler who wasn't that good, so he's not going to win. He rolled a lot. Hong Kong Fooey was a... Was he like Great Bait? He was, yeah, he was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon from the 60s or 70s. And he's got a great Hong Kong Fooey. And he's got a great theme song. He's got a great theme song. Mm-hmm. And according to his theme song, he's the number one super guy. Yes. So That, that sounds like a uh, gimme. There you go. I'll agree with you. You're correct. That's what he looks like there, Scab Jeff. Oh, I know him. Yeah. So I'm going with, uh, I'm going with Hong Kong Fooey. I'm going with Hong Kong Fooey. But in a four-way sweep, Hong it's Kong Fooey wins. a four-way sweep because he's got that... Pagoda on wheels. Yeah, I like him. And he's got a pet cat to help. And he's the number one super guy. Yeah! He's the theme song. song. He's the only one with a theme song. He's the only one that I know of with a theme song. Actually, do you have a theme song? Uh, Rob Van Dam. I have no idea. That's not a song. Uh, That's just saying his name. Fun fact, Jean-Claude Van Dam actually pays somebody to go around with a ghetto blaster with uh, playing the song. Which song? Uh, I'm Jean-Claude Van Dam. Yeah! Van damn it! <laughs> Mortal Kombat! <laughs> you know, he was Street Fighter. He was Street Fighter. Oh, that's right. Damn that Street Raul. Fighter! He oh. keeps going around looking for Raul Julia. I know he's around here somewhere! Uh, he's been dead. No! He's just faking. Oh, and Bison. Uh, let's get to News of the Geek. It's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. Good day, mate. Nope, that's Australian. Uh, from Esquire UK. Damn, I'm off on my things here. Let me let me you try mean to get like every other week. No, no, no. Let me get it back. Some people just want to watch World Brom. There you go. I got it now. After apparently, after watch World Brom. What about Brom? After apparently turning down 99 million to reprise to reprise his role as Bond a couple of months back, Sony has returned to the table to offer Daniel Craig the outlandish sum of 150 million. To bring back his personal brand of 007. According to sources close to Radar, the studio is desperate to secure the actor's services while they phase in a younger long-term successor. So far, the list of alleged successors ranges from Tom Hiddleston to Idris Elba. Happy birthday! Uh, Michael Fassbender. Uh, And to relative unknown, uh, apparently the bookie's favorite, James Norton. The comedian? Do I know James? <laughs> the, uh, the bald head? It can't be that. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's that's only a different, I a different Norton. And, okay. Yeah. Uh, the source said they will shoot two more films, which will be made virtually back-to-back. I hope so. Uh, preferably featuring Daniel's, Daniel's 007 before he passes the figurative baton to someone else for a third movie that will mark the start of a new era. So is he in a third movie for like a second and said, here, take my name? Like, No, I just, I don't know how they're... No, he's he's uh, a genius because remember after he finished the last movie, he said he was done. He hated yeah. Bond. It was the biggest mistake of his life, and he said he's not going to do it anymore. So remember, he turned down ninety nine million. Now they're going to pay him an obscene one hundred and fifty million dollars to, to come do back. Two movies. Why? Because people like him as Bond. I like him as Bond, but I feel like he's kind of a dick. No. 
But he works. Well, he, he did say the only reason he would, if he ever does another Bond movie, it's because of the money. Which, good for him. I mean, yeah. I don't have so an issue with that. So, uh, yeah. $150? $150 million. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's just only $150 million. I'd do it for $150. <laughs> that's right. I, too, would do it for $150. I'm sorry, Mr. Craig. Did you not see that there was no zeros after that? <laughs> just one? <laughs> oh, well played, Sony. <laughs> it was $150 and $1 million. <laughs> Oh, but they could move on with a new actor. I mean, I'm fine with that. Four movies is plenty for a Bond. I like him, but is he really going to bring that much to the screen that $150 million is justified? I mean, look at the last couple of Roger Moore Bond movies. I love when well, he was a be, clown. They'll be back for two back-to-back, and then a third where he passes on the baton. Now, yeah. do you think that they're thinking he's going to do two back-to-backs in the third movie? They go with uh, the fan theory of how 007... I don't think they're ever going to go with that fan theory because, from what I understand, the Broccolis don't like that theory. I love that theory. 007s and James Bonds is basically just a theory? name and a number. The idea is that 007 is not one person, but is just a code name given to a new agent every time. Well, James mm-hmm. Bond is the code name. 007 is definitely the code sure, name. Sorry, sorry. James Bond is given to somebody new every time. Yeah. So, I like that idea. That uh, That's I, why they've been so many different variations. Yeah. Timothy Dalton was always my favorite. On yeah, purpose? The, yeah. The, no, I <laughs> living, people, living Daylights was my favorite. I know some that. other people that have mentioned they thought <laughs> Timothy Dalton's movies were great. and hmm. They were okay. He's got that cleft chin. Roger Moore was awesome when he played one against Jaws. <laughs> the Shark. The Shark. Oh, I think he was okay. in Jaws 7. I hate Spielberg. Oh, really? (laughs) But, you know, August was James Bond month, and I guess they had another another marathon this weekend, Mm -hmm. and uh, a friend of ours, Ken San Victoris, actually has some information here about the James Bond. Okay, let's hear it. Talking about some observations that he had that actually I was thinking of when I was watching Dr. No, you know, for example, Mm -hmm. and uh, and, uh, Live and Let Die. Just how okay. bad those movies were, and you think about it. And he's, he said he basically came to the conclusion that James Bond is possibly the worst spy ever because everybody knows who he is. He always gets caught, and only through a combination of luck and gadgets does he ever finish his missions. That is true. You know what I think it is? I think James Bond is just a front. MI6 throws him out there, and they're doing stuff behind the scenes. So while all the bad guys are centered on stopping Bond and doing whatever with Bond, oh. the real spies get the job ah, done. So the real hero is Felix from the CIA. Yeah. So they throw Bond out there because he's an idiot and just making a scene. An idiot. He well, plays you think about it, too. You tell everybody who you are. Oh, yeah. He checks into every hotel as James Bond. Yes. At least do Carlos Danger or and something. You give your <laughs> Mexico. Yes. Yeah, you can even give your name to all the bad guys. Scab Jeff, do something. And then, and then I guess... <laughs> I love your book. My name is Jeff. He tallied up all the women he's had sex with, who most of them were enemies that wanted to kill him. I was like, you know, they're 55 women. That's how they're yeah, 55 women and he never got an STD. <laughs> syphilis. Their, their long-term goal was to get him syphilis. Long-term syphilis, yes, exactly. <laughs> you think about it. It's horrible. Uh, and everybody knows what you look like. 
And your name and your code. Oh, he looks like six different guys. I don't know what he looks like at all. (laughs) Well, you say syphilis. He's like the patient zero for syphilis, maybe. (laughs) Or he's spreading his syphilis on the Rob Lowe uh, roast last night. uh, The the one comedian did say, "Rob Lowe, patient zero for gonorrhea. Congratulations." (laughs) (laughs) It was good. They pretty much made fun of Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter. Thank you uh, for the whole thing. She was on yeah, there. To, that's right. She's she a, she was on there to plug her book. That's it. Oh, and they booed her repeatedly, which was great. So yeah, um, and the down the hall. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> and the last observation that Ken Ken mm-hmm. had was, uh, you know, the villains were awfully nice guys if you really think about it. Okay, how so? Because you know, they never killed him. The they never stuff. killed him outright. True. They always offered him food, and mm-hmm. they had sex with him. I did like when Doctor No No did have sex with him. Was well, Charles tried to. Cat? Yes. <laughs> uh, that, that was Blofeld who hit the cat. Oh, uh, Goldfinger. Oh, it was a Goldfinger, but <laughs> never mind, never mind. That was Blofeld. That was Brownfinger you were talking about. Oh, Sorry. Brownfinger. <laughs> Actually, and we have reached a new low. No, we haven't. Actually, oh, on 40, 40 <laughs> going on 14... There was actually a true reference of a uh, music group of Snake Finger and the Vestal Virgins. You'll have to listen to it to understand the bad jokes. Okay. <laughs> Is Forty Gone Fourteen out now? It was a punk punk. Group. I think they released it over the weekend. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to listen to it. Yet. Yeah, it came out. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, Nikki started listening to it. Remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. She didn't get to the, the end yet. Just good. Uh, after wowing critics at early morning press screenings on Sunday, Mel Gibson's pacifist World War II action drama Hacksaw Ridge had its red carpet premiere at the Venice Film Festival, played to a roughly 10-minute standing ovation. It stars Andrew Garfield, Vince Vaughn, ugh, Hugo Weaving, Red Skull. Would you uh, add Vince Vaughn and not Andrew Garfield? I like Andrew Garfield. Hugo Weaving, Teresa Parker. Palmer. Well, was. Part two. <laughs> part, part two. And Luke Bracey, as well as co-screenwriter Robert Schnecken. Okay, um, I got a quick question. Yes. What? How do you have a pacifist World War II? I'll tell you. answer that for you. <laughs> I, 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 so we all have those answers for you. He plays, De- Garfield plays Desmond Doss, the real-life objector, who saved 75 men in Okinawa. 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 Without ever fire, firing or carrying a gun. Is this the guy that had the sword? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. Real life, if you, I, mean, I, I think he had no weapons. <laughs> <that point. laughs> if you were he had magic missiles. <laughs> yeah. Back in World War II, and World, and World War One, etc., if you were an objector, the government, you know, the drafts, they said, fine, you're an objector. Now here's your med kit. Now you're a field medic. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to fight. You don't want to kill anybody. Then save lives. Is that what they do now still? No, because there's no draft. Well, <laughs> I feel like John Candy and Stripes. Why'd yeah. you sign up, sir? <laughs> oh, not Candy. Uh, was it Candy? I didn't want to get drafted. But it was when Sir, there hasn't been a <laughs> draft in 20 years. years. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyways, uh, Mel Gibson said he does something extraordinary and supernatural, really, that inspired me. A lot of attention needs to be paid to our warriors. They need some love and understanding. Hope this film imparts that message. Uh, if it does nothing but that, that's great, said Gibson, as he was interviewed by Sugar Tits. Uh, this is the first film Gibson has directed in a decorate, decade, but it's one of his smaller f- films with a budget of $40 million. First in a decorade? Yes. I'm sorry, it's come out domestically November 4th. I've heard nothing but good things about it. So. 
Does it's Vince Vaughn Mel play Gibson. Vince Vaughn? <laughs> Vince Vaughn plays Vince Vaughn. He's just a stand-up comedian. <laughs> I'm sure he's money. Oh, good, good callback. Good. Jeff's never seen that one. Yeah. Uh, are you interested in seeing this, Blake? Yeah, I am. Okay. Uh, also interested in the fact that uh, this could bring Mel Gibson back into everybody's, you know, Do good side. Do you know, want him know, back? He, good thing? Because, you know, he had been on the, you know, the outskirts there for a while mm-hmm. because of his craziness and his uh, rants. Yeah, well, we haven't been hating Jews in a while. <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> thing Mel Gibson's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> the Jews are like, you know what? Actually, Kyle laxed in the media. Nobody's been mocking us. Oh, Mel Gibson's got a new movie. Oh, so much for that run. <laughs> they have a sign in their synagogue. It's been 287 days since Mel Gibson has mocked the Jews oh. publicly. Yeah, <laughs> zero. <laughs> Wait, is now. this World War Two? What yes. side is this guy on? The American. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we didn't know. That's correct. You never know. There could have been a Japanese infantryman running around saving American lives it's on Okinawa. Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <on them. laughs> be, well, you know, could be Japanese American. You never know. Oh so. God! Oh, I just saw a uh, one of those lists online and, uh, where they count down things for movies or whatever. They had the top ten like least historically accurate movies. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson was in three of them. Oh, really? And Passion of the Christ was not one of them. Signs? No. No, I thought that was pretty no, accurate. Patriot, Braveheart, and Apocalypto. What was the middle one? Oh, Braveheart. Braveheart. Wait a minute, time out. The Patriot wasn't realistic? <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> but, but I'm like, I think they took, made this list just to pick on Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh. you know, based on a real story, you know, gives you a lot of leeway. <laughs> There wasn't a lot of character development in Passion of the Christ. No, no. You had to read the book. It was a prequel. Uh, the photo, uh, photo quickies. Uh, there's like when they only take the last chapter of the story to make the movie yeah, out of it. The first forty years are missing. <laughs> a photo of Shocker. Uh, he's actually a villain, Blake. So calm down. The Shocker. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we moved on though apparently we're on quickies we're we're done with uh, Mel Gibson (laughs) hopefully society is too Uh, let's see the villain from Spider-Man Homecoming Mel Gibson I mean Shocker was released and he keeps the yellow outfit with Shockers around his wrist Shocker Shocker not the fingers Shocker Shocker I liked what he looked like so that was good Uh, if you were expecting uh, in other news if you were expecting to see a nod to the original Power Rangers series that started it all in the new power rangers film series you might want to lower your expectations according to the original black ranger walter jones the original cast hasn't even been asked about possible possible cameo jones sat for a chat with the audibly exquisite podcast and we don't get uh, power rangers on this show we probably could if we asked them yeah we should and revealed that the new production be a power ranger at the Expo I think so. This year? Uh, since I, I think there I might think be. the last three years there have been Power Rangers. Yeah, we should double check a break. Well, apparently Walter Jones gives interviews. Yeah, yeah. so we should look. Uh, reveal the new production. Now, if we get Amy Jo Johnson on. Stop Is it. Is the Pink Ranger? Yes. Ooh. Oh, God. She has a restraining order against She you. does not. Yes, she does. No. So does Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, <laughs> hasn't, uh, they haven't reached out to the original cast for anything, opting to keep nostalgia to a minimum. 
It's minimum. not likely. Minimum. Nostalgia to a minimum. Minimum. Uh, nostalgia to a minimum. Nostalgia to a minimum. Have a speech impediment. Uh, <laughs> what's your explanation for that? Walter Jones says, it's not likely. Unfortunately, we were not invited to be part of the film, which is confusing to me. But I'm excited about the film, nevertheless. Well, do you think if they're rebooting films like this... That they want... Do you think you fans would want to see them in the reboots? Maybe well, making cameos and appearances and stuff? Make a cameo as the guy in the... Uh, behind the counter at the, the malt Walmart shop or something, you know? Walgreens? I, I think that kind yeah. of stuff is fun and yeah. that's fine. Uh, t- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 came out this week on DVD, or yeah. next week, I think. And uh, they one of the extras is a cut scene of Megan Fox talking to the original April from the original live-action series oh. film. So I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Stanley confirmed he will have cameos in Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and Spider-Man Homecoming. Colin Homecoming. So pretty much what everybody expected, but he is yeah. he confirmed it. And what do you think of Doctor Strange trailers? I think it looks amazing. I think it looks good, but it looks like there's two scenes essentially from the previews, from what I've seen. Like there's the bending New York scene, mm-hmm. and then there's the training. Yes, Raz Al Ghul. I really hope Batman it doesn't have to scene. be an origin film. I hope that's like ten minutes, but, but it's not going to be. Oh, I think. But I think it just seems like it's going to be those two. So I'm afraid it's going to be another Fantastic Four thing. Yeah, I, I thought it was Doctor Who grew a goatee. Ooh, does he have an electric no, drill? Sherlock? Oh, Sherlock. Sorry. Does he have a drill bit? No, he's got a magic wand. Oh, okay. Magic game. Magic hammer. Uh, well, there's your news of the geek. <laughs> I'm looking forward to coming to the Cincinnati Expo. And you know something? It's the last one I'm planning to come to in the Midwest. So what a great way to finish a book. The Cincinnati Expo. I'll be there. <laughs> so many podcasts offer TV and movie news. Along comes another one filled to the brim with podcasty goodness that is only slightly better at best. Admit it, you're always looking for a new brand of meaningless movie nonsense in your podcast diet. Look for the 365 Flicks podcast on Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, and all good third-party podcast apps. You can also swing by the Facebook page. Come join in on the adventures of Kev, a pissy ex-video store clerk. And Chris, a Scottish Whedon Hall. We are your vocal heroes of pissy opinion. We bring you all the latest TV and movie news, reviews and general geeky rants. As well as a bunch of top fives that you really won't care about. So whether you're Team Iron Man or Team Cap, you're Team Batman or Team Superman, drop on by the 365 Flicks podcast, where the Chris vs. Kev civil war never stops. This is the podcast you're looking for. Hello, Hobie listeners. You don't know us, but we know you. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And we're the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. Better known as the bad guys. The villains of the story, if you will. A feud that we didn't even start. It was started by Jason all because he called us out. And we retaliated in such. Because, what did we say, Ian? We got rings, baby. That's right. We've got rings. <laughs> and the feud escalated. And now here we are, 
the bad guys. So here we are petitioning today to be the 2016 floppy villains of the year. And to hear just how villainous we are, check out our show. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, and any other number of podcasting apps that you may find out there. Jeez, I can't even talk. That's how villainous I am. So there you go. Go ahead. Give us a listen. Go Steelers. (laughs) It's time for Box Office Bombs. Do we have bombs galore? Oh. <laughs> no, uh, the Light Between the Oceans, the one we talked about last week that I still forgot what it was about. Uh, Baby Moses uh, is discovered by Michael Fassbender. Uh, yes. Grows uh, up, becomes a Serbian film halfway through, and then it just gets worse. Well, apparently that only made $5 million oh. in its opening weekend on its $20 million budget. Did not even get in the top five. Did not make the top five. And the top five aren't really big strong contenders for anything anyway before we get to that we do have a little hobie actor uh famous uh tweet uh this week uh Uh, we got we got uh forwarded tweet there uh by hollywood royalty matthew modine from stranger things took exception to me thinking that he was the sheriff (laughs) like thank 365 flicks for calling hobie out specifically me thanks kev not Chris. He's too nice to do that. Except he was the one that did it. I got you, mate. Uh, that's Australian. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, yes, yeah, so he wrote that, you know, finally getting around to Stranger Things, Matthew Modine is unrecognizable as the sheriff. I made a mistake. I thought Matthew Modine was the sheriff by accident. By stupidity. Matthew Modine put a sad face, a happy face, a tongue sticking out face, and a peace sign. Uh, and then he liked my tweet when I said, but you really rocked as the government agent. So, Matthew Modine, uh, we appreciate that. Please, come on to uh, Hobie. Uh, not literally. Uh, please come on to our show. We would not love to literally. interview. Um, we would love to have you here. Uh, we have a couple of things to talk about. Uh, yes, my- we want to ask you about Linda Fiorentino. And Vision Quest. <laughs> oh, and, and your own career. Yes. So, thank you, Matthew Modine. You can find him at Matthew Modine. Find us at Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, what else we got, Jeff, for box office news? Uh, well, we just pretty much have the uh, top five this week. Mm-hmm. Number one, looks like Don't Breathe, still at number one for its second week. 16 more million for a total of 51 million on its uh, $9.9 million budget. <laughs> uh, Suicide Squad, still at number two, another 10 million for uh, just under 300 million on its $175 million budget. Uh, Pete's Dragon, another $6.5 million, so $64 million on its $65 million budget. Looks like Pete's hanging around for a little bit. Pete's actually fe- moved up from 6th or 7th to number 3 this week. Because there's nothing else to go see? <laughs> it's getting good word of mouth. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Uh, Kubio and the Two Strings also made uh, $6.5 million. Uh, that's up to $34 million on a $60 million budget. It looks interesting does look interesting i'll give you that i and don't want to go see it though no no i'm not going to go see I it i respect what it's doing but i don't <laughs> i'm not going to waste my time and go see it what if your son wanted to see it if he wanted to see it i would totally go see it okay 
but he's not going to want to go see it. Does he want to see Sausage Party? Because that's fifth at five million. <laughs> Total of eighty-eight point five million on its um twenty million dollar budget. Allegedly, <laughs> that, that will skyrocket once all the lawsuits are done. And there's supposed to be a one in front of that. We're at the end. I'm not sure which way. <laughs> when I was waiting in line to see Morgan, there were probably 20 teenagers in front of me, and all of them got carded, and maybe five of them got into got the in. <laughs> Is that you got to be 17? Is yeah, it R17? Okay. R17. NC17 is 17 or 18? The 17 is in the... <laughs> oh, in... Since you 17, you can't go under 17 even with a parent okay. or guardian. Or you can. A parent or guardian. And it took forever to get to the line because they were all arguing. Yeah. And finally, the, the cashier was like, well, if you can get one of your friends to text you an image of your driver's license that says you're 17, then I'll let you in. And apparently they did that and they let her in. Oh, she didn't have her ID, but claimed she... Yeah, she said she didn't know that she needed it, and she left it at home. The other 15 kids that couldn't get in went to see Pete's Dragon. That's why it's up to number three this week. <laughs> they went to saw Pete's Dragon and walked into Sausage Yes. Party. Everything else is rated R. <clears throat> yeah, it's true. Don't breathe is... Could be on the two is. strings. Oh, yes, it is. The Suicide Monk- Squad wasn't rated R. Should have been. Yeah, it would have been a better movie if it was. What's coming out this week, Jeff? Uh, this week we have When the Bow Breaks. Did you see that? No, I uh, didn't. It's not out yet. No, the preview? No. Uh, who's in it? Morris Chestnut. Yes. It's where a surrogate mom gets uh-huh. hooked on the dad. Yep. Is that a drug? <laughs> no. It's like a fatal attraction thing. Surrogate mom, fatal attraction oh, with the real okay. dad. Coming, coming to the streets next year. The deadly drug. The dad. <laughs> Uh, also coming out, Sully. No uh, desire to see a, Another uh, I Will Not Travel with Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> I don't know if anybody saw that meme out there. Maybe yes. A clip of that and Castaway and... Uh, Terminal. No, Terminal wasn't even on ah! there. Well, that's good. Everybody should forget about that movie. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, what's his boat one? Uh, Captain Phillips oh, and yeah. uh, some other one where... Whatever, whatever mode of travel he had uh, blew up. Saving Private Ryan. I don't think that was one. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> you don't want to travel with him in that either. <laughs> Schindler's List. I don't think he was in that. Uh, was he in the I thought he was the little girl in the red. I dress. was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Oh, well, thanks for bringing up the terminal, Jason. You're welcome. That was a great film. <laughs> Terrible movie. Horrible. And also, the wildlife. What is the fuck's coming the wildlife? Don't know. It's Robinson Crusoe. Oh god! It's basically the Robin Crusoe story as told by a parrot. <laughs> Is it a cartoon? Yes. Uh, oh, thank god! Uh, it would be better if it was live action. Yeah. <laughs> Robinson Crusoe. Well, if it goes through the whole story at the end, you figure out that the narrator the whole time was just a parrot. Yes. Watching these dumb humans try to survive. I would have done that. He's just doing running commentary. And I found how you do fire. And I think he sings. There's this talking animal singing production. in it? Like about Robertson Crusoe. I've never seen this. Yeah. I it had looks, to look this stuff up. Does it look better than the storks or whatever that does? I hope it's better than the storks. It looks, looks like it's terrible. I've, I've, heard good, I've heard as many good things about the storks as I've heard about uh, Angry Birds. Fuck you. Well, uh, <laughs> I've heard only good things Drop about... Drop your nuts. Let's go. Move your bus. <laughs> <laughs> I've never... I, I've never heard of the wild things. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, buy, sell this week. This should be an easy one. 
Buy, sell, Michael Fassbender. Everyone's buying some of that. Buy some of that. I'm buying a yard of that. And then some. <laughs> Is that the foot long? And then some. <laughs> so, yeah, I am uh, taking... I- I'll buy Fassbender. He's going to be back as Magneto probably in another lackluster mm-hmm. X-Men film, so... <sighs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm can still buying him. Can well, we put him in a Marvel movie somewhere? Like, a good Marvel movie, The You mean the MCU? Well, yeah. When... Fox and uh, Marvel get their agreement that they can cross Ugh. them over. Then, Why then, then would you, right. though? If you're Marvel, I know you got your X-Men. That You know, that's, in theory, they're babies for a while, you know, and comic books is their popular one. Of course, now they're not making much. But if you're Marvel Entertainment, it's like, why would you even want X-Men? They've been bombing... And it's like, do you really think? I think I feel yeah, like yeah. the X Men image is you know tarnished. Who else Daredevil. Yeah, but that's a long time ago. Yeah, He's what? not going through time and screwing everything up. You know, I, I have an issue. I think yeah. X Men is too rel- too recent. I don't. Not they get their hands. They want their hands on it. They want yeah. their creative control. No, I get that, but and and, and hell, they they don't want to keep fucking around with all the crap they're doing in the comic books of trying to de-promote the X-Men so they can promote the uh, Inhumans. Uh, yeah, that, that's not going to take off. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's failing, but that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. And it's like, well, maybe if they get a say into the movies, they'll stop messing with the comics. Because you're books. never going to see the Inhumans movie. I think they bet on that, and I think they they realize that it's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed at that. But, yeah, I know they took it off of their release schedule, and then mm-hmm. they went and told Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. you could do whatever you want with Inhumans. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Uh, but I really like the the Inhuman royal family, like the stories they can tell with that, which they're not going to now. No, they won't. All right, that music means top five. We would really like better top five music but none of us are talented songwriters so i know um anybody out there we're throwing out the challenge top five music first one to send it in you get the serbian film (laughs) wait we want them to send it no sorry (laughs) is anybody out there so we're gonna start using pink floyd as our top five good yeah I don't think we have the money for that. Uh, yeah, I don't think we can afford to pay mm. for the... Uh, can we do a quick thing before jo- uh, before the top five? I forgot to uh, tell you, everybody. Unless they take IOUs. Just as good as money. <gasps> oh, Which, yeah. Uh, Pink Floyd uh, might. I mean... Well, at least the uh, surviving members. Well, if they're stoned enough, they may say, yeah. Or hash browns. <laughs> Got some hash browns. Uh, let's hash see. browns or hash brownies? Whatever. Or bangers and mash. <laughs> bangers and mash. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell would accept hash browns as McDonald's hash browns, I would. Oh, God, no. What? Di- they're That's not the only thing edible at McDonald's. Oh, they're addictive. They are addictive. They're terrible. No. Well, they get all hash browns are terrible. I hate them. I think it's... Really? Oh, it pisses me off when they... That's where you draw the line in the sand is hash browns? <laughs> no, the line's drawn much before oh, okay. them, but... Oh. Hash browns are better than the McMuffins. <laughs> God, well, yeah. yeah. The muffins are terrible. McMuffins are rubbery. Like, no. I hate when people have like a big breakfast bowl of stuff and it's like 80% hash browns and just a little bit of everything else. And I'm like, throw all the hash browns out and then I got like three bites. Now, where are you eating breakfast? <laughs> First world <problem>. Exactly. <laughs> What's up with that? First world problems. <laughs> First world problems. That's right. First How world Jeff problems. you get here from talking about Pink Floyd? <laughs> 
<laughs> people in Louisiana are like, uh, I don't have a house, but oh, poor Jeff, he hates hash browns. <laughs> and all the breakfast he's eating, he's got 80% hash browns. They just gotta keep throwing them away. Seriously, where are you eating breakfast at? <laughs> If it's your house, <laughs> then you should stop eating breakfast at the hash brown hut. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're the one cooking. Waffle House, Waffle House forces hash browns on you. I ordered a sandwich and they brought hash browns. I also forced heart attacks on you too, but you know. I've only been there once. Oh, okay. and it was, that was too many. Yeah, pretty much was. <laughs> Waffle House is not sponsoring us. <laughs> Do we want Waffle House to sponsor us? Sure, at this point, why not? If Waffle House sponsors us, I'll go edit that part out. <laughs> I don't think I would make it through a whole podcast if they sent Waffle House food. I don't think I could make it. <laughs> With our luck, they'd pay 80% in hash browns. <laughs> Which would be good for you yeah, and I, Blake. Yeah. Scab Jeff, you haven't uh, weighed in on this important yeah. topic. What do you think about hash browns? I, I like hash browns. What about McDonald's go. hash browns? The only thing uh, I, I don't mind them. Okay, good. I prefer Arby's. Okay. I'm just We're wa- talking fast food. Arby's? Yeah. Someone prefers Arby's over anything? I like Arby's, I like actually. Arby's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is this our top five fast food? Oh, wow. I'm just going back to that one Simpsons quote. Top five quote. places that have... Hash browns. <laughs> Next week, top five hash browns. Top five hash brown places. <laughs> But that one Simpsons quote where it's like, I'm so hungry, I can eat Arby's. Go, <laughs> Poor Arby's. I like Arby's. And John Stewart. Oh, John Stewart loved picking on Arby's. That was so fun. I like Arby's, I like Arby's better than like Burger King. Ugh. No, I don't know what your anti-Burger King is. You talk about every time fast food Ugh. comes up, you go I just, off on it. I just but. don't go to Burger King because I don't understand their menu like I understand the menu of the other fast food restaurants. <laughs> Too many pictures. Well, they have the the value menu, yeah. and they have this. So I I've already got my. This is what I get when I go to Taco Bell. This is what I get when I go to Arby's. Oh, Taco Bell. You used to I be a when... professor, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you should be able to read a Burger King menu. Well, I but they don't leave you time. There's never a, a line at Burger King. So <laughs> <laughs> they drive up there, the, the magical person on the on the on too the quick ask for your order. You're put on the spot. You're like, okay, uh, what's your order? Uh, I don't burn. fucking know. You, you know what you can do? Two things. One, go in instead of go through the drive-through. Or well, two, the, the point of fast food. Or two, tell them. I'm still reading the menu. I'll let you know when I'm ready. I'll let you know in I six feel days. Like I'm going to spend my food. <laughs> but the spit's probably the healthiest thing in the restaurant. <laughs> all you have to say is I'll get a Whopper. That's all you need. What else do you get? The We're chicken sandwich. breakfast. Oh, breakfast. I'm sorry. I'll take a Whopper <laughs> Junior uh, <laughs> with hash browns. God. <laughs> On a sad moment, uh, John Polito died. Uh, this week. Uh, that was my whole point of this conversation. <laughs> Did he like hash browns? <laughs> he had too many. Yeah. Uh, he died, actually, at the age of 65. He was a uh, Coen Brothers actor. He was in Crow, The Crow. He was Bang Bang Fuck You're Dead. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah picture? Yes. Uh, he was in Modern Family. He was uh, Ed Bundy. Or Ed Bundy. Ed, Alan, <laughs> Ed O'Neill. <laughs> Arch nemesis. Uh, he oh, was that long. Closets, yeah. closets, closets, closets guy. Yeah. He was awesome in a lot of stuff. It was yeah. Sick. He's one of those, oh, that guy, whenever you see him type thing. He's uh, officially 2016 sucks. So, yeah. There you go. 
But anyways. Okay, well, now I feel bad about my hash brown rant when we're looking for the passing of a talented human being. Uh, Bobby H. is asking for us to do a podcast live on Facebook while we record. <sighs> no. Can't do that. So... Anyways, uh, maybe one day, one day on YouTube. But then we can't take as many breaks. Well, you know, we can pause it. Anyways, we can pause maybe. Facebook Live? I don't know. Or, mm-hmm. you know, the... Because then you're no longer live, so you just have to set up 14 <clears throat> different... Anyways, or the listeners can just listen to the magic as it happens. Yes, yes. Uh, so if you guys have... See, but it ruins the magic. I don't want to ruin the magic. If you guys could uh, send in your thoughts <laughs> on hash browns... behind the curtain? <laughs> please uh, send in your uh, thoughts and comments about hash browns. Hashtag hash browns. Who has the best hash browns? <laughs> Hashtag hash browns. <laughs> Just do HH browns. <laughs> That's all you have to do. No, then someone's going to say, who's that guy that plays for the browns? <laughs> Probably McDonald. Uh, yeah, so hash browns. You can also email us your thoughts at hobiepod at gmail yes. dot com dot com. So, anyways, this, what's your top five this week? Uh, the top five are the dumbest decisions by a character in film. Okay, uh, it could be generalization. Doesn't have to be a specific film. Just mm-hmm. something people do that are stupid in film. Okay, we're going old school. Kind of the inspiration to the title of our show. Yes, bad ideas. The history of them. Scab Jeff, would you like to go first? Bad ideas in a film. Uh, my number five is from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, you're actually doing specific. Okay. I okay. am doing specific. Okay. Uh, Mike TV. And the only reason I chose Mike TV is because four people before him, or three, three people, three people before him had already been maimed or in some way disappeared. Disappeared. From the, the chocolate factory, and he decides that it's a good idea to shrink himself. <laughs> and that's that's where I draw the line with the... with the uh, All the other ones were bad ideas, but his was the, the worst. And chewing the, the gum, you didn't expect to turn into a blueberry. Right. Drinking, drinking out of the chocolate river, chocolate. you didn't expect to get sucked up to the marshmallow room. And the other one was so full of herself that she didn't think anything bad would ever happen to her. I've never seen it. <laughs> you've never seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I've seen parts of it. I Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? I, you've seen parts of it. I don't really care. Wow. I've seen enough that Gene Wilder was awesome. Well, yeah, Gene Wilder was The first awesome. 40 minutes is the most crappy thing I've ever seen. Well, the movie doesn't start until Gene Wilder gets on screen. Yeah. Oh. Remember that. There you go. I don't want to. Uh, Blake, what's your number five? My number five. Uh, actually, we've talked about it this evening. It's traveling with Tom Hanks in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I had to well do it. Done. I well had done. to get it. I had to get in there. I got a tie for number five. Yeah. Of course you do. Uh-huh. Uh, I have ordering hash browns with Jeff now. Don't do that. That was in the film. Uh, it'll be live on Facebook. So, uh, actually, my number five is driving an old beater ship, car, boat. It doesn't matter. Especially cars. Like they run and get into this old crappy car, and guess what? It doesn't it start. Does, or it's out of gas. Yeah, it's out of gas. How many fucking times do you run out of gas exactly. in your lifetime? Once. Yeah. It won't happen again. Uh, I did run out of gas once. Really? Yeah. Once. And once. you won't happen again. It won't, won't happen, happen again. again. It, I thought I had enough to get to the gas station. About a mile from the gas station, I didn't have enough. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've got a good running out of gas story. Okay. Uh, my my ex was 
I hope she doesn't listen to this, but uh, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> yes, <laughs> allegedly, she maybe multiple exes have run out of gas, but <laughs> uh, but anyway, she was running low on gas on on her car, and then she kind of forgot about it, and then the she thought the car broke down, so she had a tow truck come get it, take it away. She she's like, this is. An old enough car, and uh, don't worry about it. Just keep the car, take it away. She just then gave she, the car over. She just gave the car. She figured that it was it it was a crappy enough mm-hmm. car, and it had just died. And, it was and old whatever. enough. No sense. But then to she's like, it. I never put gas in it from that one time. It probably just ran out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> so all she probably had to do was refill it with gas. It would have been cheaper instead of having to tow it away. Just bring a gallon of gas and uh, <laughs> just bring a gallon. <laughs> Exactly. Well, that was mine. His driving will be, I, annoys me when you get in the car. Hey, look, there's a Lamborghini. Yeah, I'm going to take this 65 Nova. Uh, it'll be fine. Well, well what it's, movie is that where there's the Lamborghini and the 65 Nova and they choose the 65 Nova? Well, that's like uh, Star Wars where they were going to the sleek machine and then they blew that up so they had to get into the Millennium Oh, Falcon. The Force Awakens? Yeah, yes. The Force Awakens. <laughs> uh, what's your number five, Jeff? Uh, my number five is the obvious... Don't poke the dead body with a stick. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, nothing ever good comes with it. And I remember the movie, the blob, little, little known movie that probably most oh. people haven't seen, mm. uh, Clay Pigeons. Oh, Vince Vaughn, Janine Garofalo. <laughs> oh, with those two stellar people, yeah. how could you miss it? But the uh, one detective is like they're at the crime scene, and one of the detectives is poking the body, and just Janine Garofalo going, "Barney, don't poke the dead body with the stick." <laughs> and I'm like. That's great advice. I think that's our number two, actually. We said that in uh, uh, one of our early episodes. That's the uh, pretty much what started our entire yes. uh, history, history of bad, bad ideas was poking Pokemon a dead body with a stick. Well, you may have taken out my number one, but I'll, I'll when I get to my number one, I'll say the specific yeah. movie that I was and, thinking. And oh, you're not right. supposed to poke blobbious alien forms with a stick either. That's yeah, true. Probably, yeah, just poking things with sticks. <laughs> yeah. that, that's probably it. It just seems a bad idea in general. Yeah. Uh, my number four is to not leave the scene of a mass murderer on the loose mm-hmm. when you have the opportunity. Like, your car is there. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting in the car and driving away, you divide up and run out into the woods. So It's, it's a good like, idea. To just get in the car and drive away right. and then no one dies. That's, that's one of my honorable mentions that I didn't use. Is I, I wrote down, getting the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> not getting the fuck out. <laughs> Where's Joey? I don't know. Let's get the fuck out of him. He may be alive. No, he's not. Leave him. The serial killer's only around this house. Let's just go home. Exactly. No, 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 no. Can we just get the fuck out? Was that a Geico commercial? At the yes. Day? Yes. Yeah, that was a Geico commercial. We can take the car. The no, hide behind the chainsaws. <laughs> yes. the, look, the car. It's running. <laughs> or remember that old Eddie Murphy bit? It's like, I understand y'all white people moving to haunted houses. Hey, honey, this is great. We got a house in the burbs. It's beautiful. It's everything we ever wanted. Get out. Too bad. Okay, can't say it, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, my number four is uh, recording everything. 
Those fuckers, they record everything when the shit's going down. Paranormal Activity, Blair um, Witch. The live footage. Yes. Okay. Why the live fuck are you recording this? I No. Somebody's chasing me. I'm getting the fuck out of there. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> what if they're wearing GoPro helmets? No. Well, that ma- might be better. You know what? You should be, you should be wearing, beaten if you wear GoPro helmets. What if you're wearing body cams? Nope. So it's still what if you're a police officer wearing body cams? Okay, yeah. go down the hall. It's down the hall. On the right. On the right. <laughs> That was my number four. Screw y'all. But does that ever get them in trouble, the actual recording? Have you seen the Blair Witch? That's not the thing that got them in trouble. Was they put the cameras down. They probably got the fuck out. They their ass with the map or whatever they did with the map. <laughs> it was like, got them in trouble. And he got lost. Like, yeah. get out. Of course, dumbass. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm going to say yes. Oh, you know what? <laughs> actually, actually, that was a, another honorable mention that I had. I didn't use is throwing away things that you need. <laughs> you just listing things out. Hold on, Dude, I got a list of like twenty deal. things. Yeah, I had to pick five. <laughs> What's your number four, Blake? My number four: uh, falling for the bad guy or the bad girl, and mm. not the uh, friend zone protagonist. Ah, I like it. Scream did that very well. Yes, whether it be a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Where, where, or romantic you know, may, comedy. Or, or romantic comedy, exactly. Yeah. Must love dogs. Oh, so mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you friend zone the guy, and then no, and then you go out with the, the bad boy who always gets you in trouble. That's right. It's kind of like life. Or turns out to be a horrible stalker killer. Yep. Where you should get the fuck out, but you can't because He's your car... <laughs> won't start. Won't start. And, and you're recording it. You threw away your map. You threw away your map <laughs> while eating hash browns. <laughs> you're too stuffed to move from the hash browns. Exactly. Oh, McDonald's hash browns. Well, the grease goes through you real fast. <laughs> How is it that Jeff, of all of us, is the one that's going to survive a horror movie because he's not the one eating hash browns? That's correct. You fucking <laughs> idiots. I'm going to fuck out. <laughs> Slow down because of mm-hmm. hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, I gotta use this map. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead without me. This one's off the rails yeah, on the top five. Scapture, <laughs> bring, bring us back, please. Bring well, us back. I've got specific ones from specific That's okay. It's because you're a movie you're guy. Here We're still go. going to boo you, but. <clears throat> um, uh, my number four is Obi Wan's master plan for hiding Luke Skywalker. <laughs> putting him on his on the same planet as his dad not even changing his last name and putting him with relatives hey why didn't they think going visiting his cousins in the first place that would have been awkward at Thanksgiving when Darth Vader shows up yeah. blonde kid what's his name uh Luke what's his last name Skywalker is he related See? nah <laughs> See, the master plan wasn't to hide Luke. The master plan was to hide Leia. They put Luke out in plain sight so they don't think Is to look James for a Is James Bond all child. over again, the theory? <laughs> sure, why not? There you go. It's like, okay, we'll put Luke, you know, we'll give Luke, you know, Skywalker, we'll let everyone know, hey, look, it's Luke Skywalker, it's Son of Anakin, over here. So your bait. they keep looking over here. Oh, look at me, dude, look at me. So it's the rope-a-dope. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It took 20 years to find him, though. <laughs> well, they actually weren't looking. <laughs> that's the worst part. Peter's like, what? What happened? What? <laughs> that, that's why it was so low on my list, because it kind of worked. <laughs> as uh, bad an idea as it was, it kind of worked. Mr. Vader, uh, I was checking the white pages. Uh, there's a Luke Skywalker on Tatooine. What? <laughs> Think no, he's related? No, Think he's related? No. <laughs> No, 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 no. He's not listed because he's living on the Lars homestead. So mm. <laughs> the they just kept him out of the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm 
sorry. Thinking of the jerk in the white pages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm somebody. <laughs> the telephone books are here. The telephone books are here. Yeah. Uh, Scab Jeff, what's your number three? It's from Terminator 2. The movie? So they send, yes. They Going send, back in time? They send <laughs> back. That, oh, I should have that. Hold on. <laughs> uh, they, they send back the T-1000, which is uh, far superior to the T-100. To the, to the other one. Yes. And they can send them anywhere back in time. Instead of sending him back to help the first Terminator, or before, even before the first Terminator, they send him after when they have time to prepare for him. So why why Bad. they send him to the worst possible place to send? But a... Jeff, if you've been listening to the podcast, we talk about the horrible ideas of plot time travel. Yeah, time travel in general should probably have been on my list. I always think of Austin Powers with time travel. Seriously, Dad, just send me back when he's on the on the can. I'll just shoot him. Really, one time. That's not honorable. <laughs> no, no, let me do it. I got a gun in my bedroom. Let me go get it. No, Scott. Uh, <laughs> they did, uh, the Screen Junkies did, uh, Everything Wrong with Terminator Genesis, the new one. Oh, jeez. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. Yes, I did the, with, uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah. They, they did Everything Wrong with it, and they're like, at the end, they're like, oh, goody, we have a new time, uh, space continuum issue. We have a new exactly. time. Oh, fuck this. Uh, <laughs> perpetual? <laughs> perpetual and perpetual sequels. Did every, uh, Terminator movie changed the way the yes. timeline worked or yes. the time travel worked. Pretty much. It was awful. Jeff, as Jeff Moore Except said. Except maybe the third one. Mm. No, they also. I don't think the end of the third one actually changed the way time travel. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Go eat your hash browns. Um, no, nope, I refuse. Number th- what's your number three? <laughs> My number three is going into any body of water at night or that you can't see. <laughs> Well, for me, that's any body of water because take my glasses off and I won't be able to see There it. you go. You, Bad idea. Are you Velma? Pretty much. <laughs> can't see anything without well, my glasses. Don't be swimming in any oceans or ponds at night. Not a good idea. Lakes. Or going in deep, dark, underwater places where you can't see. In fact, can you really Rivers? think of a movie where someone goes swimming where something bad doesn't happen to them? Exactly. In swimming pools? I, Phoebe Cates went swimming in Fast Time yeah. Bridge, Mount Ida. With Judge Hirsch uh, in the window. But that's not a dark uh, body of water. Uh, well, well, uh, well, I, was, yeah, I was trying to think of an instance where it could be any night. body of water. I feel like the people from Open Water did okay. <laughs> I feel like they did okay. Um, yeah, yeah. One of them was holding a camera, though. Yeah, that's true. So that was worked out well. Wait a I think Blue Crush worked out okay. <laughs> no, no, that was Into the Sea or what's oh, that sorry. movie? Into the Blue, whatever. Jessica Biel in Blue Crush. And Matthew Modine. Yes, yes. Matthew Modine. <laughs> I love his beard. Uh, my number three is Threatening the Killer. Is that all you got? Oh, there's a machete to your head. <laughs> that's a good call. You know what? Oh, that's what I should have put on my list. <laughs> Giving a weapon, weapon giving back. Serial yes. killer his weapon back. Jason X taught us that. <laughs> uh, Kate Mora was a robot in that too, I think. At the end, her nipples kept falling off. Remember the robot's nipples kept falling off? No. Yep, that was in it. Oh. I watched it like in the last six oh, months. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so threatening the killer. Uh, threatening the killer. What's your number three, Jeff? Uh, my number three is, you know, returning to the sequel when you are completely fucking embarrassed uh, by the protagonist or whatnot, say, in the original. What made me think of this one specifically is Home Alone and the Wet Bandits. Oh. 
It's like, why the fuck mm-hmm. are they still going after this kid? Because they're pissed a off. A movie land. And what happens to them? A matter of fact, going back to the house after getting hit with a paint can the first time was a stupid idea. It's not the same house as in New York. No, I'm saying in oh. the first movie. Yes. Like, boom, paint can, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> Someone else could try and steal from this house. I'm done. Actually, uh, they could have just done it really easily. Gone to the uh, house, gone to the gas station, get a bo- uh, thing of gasoline, and just burn the house down. Well, they could have done that. That would have been a better I idea. I would have been fine with continuing that. to try to break <laughs> oh, in. I know, and Kevin, let's see how you get out of this fucking mess, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Would have been better. <laughs> I hate Home Alone. I fucking hate that movie. <clears throat> okay, move on. What's your number two? Uh, my number two, as we kind of mentioned briefly uh, just a little bit ago, is uh, not just shooting James Bond right in the fucking head. <laughs> Put him in an easily escapable, elaborate plot. <laughs> no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> yeah, not if you're giving me time to escape after you leave. Oh, no. wait, have you met Pussy Galore? Sharks with lasers on their heads. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I'm just give my grand, boom, damn, he's done. Well, I'm sure this, the Simpsons showed you how to kill him. He lost at uh, uh, poker. <laughs> poker. Yeah. Rules of the game, Mr. Bond. <laughs> Goodbye. And they carried him off and he just hear a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> now, another honorable mention I had written off to the side here was James Bond being a super spy and telling everybody who you are. There you go. Uh, my number two is getting naked. Just, hey, let's have sex. Oh, you're dead. Okay, moving on. No, but you still get to have sex. That's true. I mean, basic it, instinct. What a way to go. Yeah. What a way I mean, to go. You still get to have the That's sex. Jason really, Voorhees, a very patient man. <laughs> That's right. When he's laying under the bed for hours at a time, oh. I know you're coming here and have sex. Just waiting. Just waiting. Just waiting. I've got this arrow spear to shove up through the bed. We're back at episode 70-something. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's way back. But that's one of, I have two number ones. That's one half of my number ones. It's premarital sex. Okay. If you're in a horror movie and you're having sex, you know you're going or to with, die. Or with Sharon Stone. But, or with Sharon but Stone. But at least you're Bad having idea. the sex. And she was having some good sex yeah, in Basic Instinct. Basically. Ah, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think pun was intended. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's your number two, Blake? Uh, my number two is uh, basically yelling out somebody's name or saying, hello, is anyone in here? <laughs> Especially in dark places. I want a movie where the killer says, yep, it's just me. I'm no. here. Just me. Yeah, that I'm here in, to kill you. Wouldn't that be in scary movie? Yes. In their defense, be. though, I would do the same thing. And I have done the same thing. Really? I'm a little creeped and you're, out. And your ghost hunting I hear, tours? I hear something downstairs. Yeah. Is, is somebody down there? Just Hello. the gimp. Just the Hello. gimp. Somebody down there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just robbing you. If somebody answered back, I think I would be out of that house within two seconds. I would be armed by then. Well, that's true. That would be work, too. That would work, too. Um, Just eating hash browns. (laughs) (laughs) Like we don't have basements. (laughs) Those McDonald's hash browns? 99 slices of American cheese. (laughs) Uh, Scab Jeff, what's your number two? Uh, My number two is from Zombieland. Mm Mm-hmm. Twinkies? No. Oh, <laughs> that's a good idea. That is a good idea. <laughs> it's when Bill Murray pretends to be a zombie. We <laughs> <laughs> joke on them. That's right. That's not a good yes, idea. That that a gets idea. shot because they think he's a Did zombie. Did you see that role was originally ran for Patrick Swayze? No. Yeah, and really? they said, yeah. And obviously he was going through the cancer and everything, so they Bill Murray said he would do it. 
So, well, yeah, they were originally yeah. written for... Well, I know they, like... That went dark real quick. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. No, I thought it was originally written for Matthew Modine. <laughs> <laughs> I know they, they they approached Bill Murray to do it, and he said, yeah, and then they hadn't heard from him. Like every movie? But, yeah, but it's like, well, this is like their first big movie, mm-hmm. there, and they're like, have we heard from Bill... Is, do we know if Bill Murray's oh, no. going to show you're, up? You're talking about meatballs. Yeah. No, I'm talking about... Zombieland, Because, uh... Harold Ramis was talking about that same thing with meatballs. Oh, the, yeah. the clothes that he's wearing in meatballs is the clothes he showed up in oh. <laughs> the day they started filming. Yeah, no, Zombieland. He, it's like he said oh. he'd do it, but we don't know if he, they were like trying to like if yeah. he doesn't show up today, what are we going to film today? And then who are we, how are we going to replace? And then oh, he showed okay. up and was pleasant to work with, but it's like. He's tough to get a hold of. It's so. his modus operandi. But apparently yeah. if he says he's there, he's there. Number one, Scab Jeff. My number one, I, I think Jeff already... Bring it back around. Uh, already said this one, but uh, it's from Cabin Fever. Uh, <clears throat> where he pokes the dead body with the stick. He has to, <laughs> he has to climb down the rickety ladder <laughs> and he brings the stick with him just to poke the dead body. <laughs> and that's where all the crap goes down. Yep, that's what starts the whole problem. And that that's the movie where we started, no re- and, uh, yep, started right, think... singing the history of bad ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your number one? My number one, <laughs> I had two number ones. Of course, you know the first one was uh, Premarital Sex. You know, it's a bad idea, especially in horror movies. Premarital sex sounds like a good idea to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> then you end up dead. Well, I'm, right. the, I'm the one not married here, right. so... Uh... <laughs> well, then, actually... <laughs> and that's why you hate hash browns. <laughs> they don't feel right. They're too crunchy. <laughs> not soft enough. Uh, always a bad idea, and no matter what genre... Horror movies, mm-hmm. dramas, RPGs. Splitting up the party. That's my number one. Uh, really? I tied it. Yeah, I have a Hobie. I Hobied it. You Hobied number five. That's my number right, one. Then. Splitting up. Splitting hey, up. You know, Always what? a bad idea. So you had two number ones, and one yeah. was premarital sex, and one was <laughs> splitting up the party. Yes. Or <laughs> splitting up to go have the premarital sex. You had the premarital sex. Yes. You Actually, I had three number ones. you have a way to put them together. I had three number ones. Thank you for helping me out, Jeff. <laughs> I feel like this could have just been less, uh, less written by Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Just, yeah, let me show you some ideas how to get yourself killed by me. <laughs> uh, my number one is splitting up, and it was tied with uh, going back in time, uh, time travel, time which travel. we just found time out. Travel. Of course. <laughs> so we're just putting multiple ones in yeah. your number one and your yeah. number. Uh, it's that actually have nothing t- to do with one another. I uh, won't actually, do that. Actually, <laughs> I had a third one too. Hash browns. Why? Because I love them. You already had that. You knocked that off of your own list. <laughs> I love tomatoes. <laughs> I love lamp. Uh, or do you really love lamp brick or are you just saying I love that? Carpet. <laughs> Where'd you get the trident? I love Pez. I stabbed a guy with a trident. Yeah, we've been talking mean and talk to you about that. You may want to lay low brick, find a safe house. I want to go to South America. <laughs> What's your number, Jeff? Finish uh, this up. My, my number one Anchorman uh, comes specifically from uh, uh, the damn bad Superman movie. Uh, Which one? The Man, Man of Steel. Steel. The Man of Steel. Okay. Have um, your weakness being a rock? No. <laughs> you don't get to choose your own <laughs> <No>. weakness. It's <laughs> <laughs> no. a rock. It's a green rock. Ah! Sacrificing your life 
so your, you know, son uh, or whatever doesn't have to expose himself on an easy task that he can do. Talking about Kevin Costner Kevin, dying uh, in Kevin a tornado. Costner. <laughs> Kevin Costner saying, "No, you go over there. I'll go rescue the dog." Oh no! Now I'm dead. <laughs> Where if Clark went and rescued the dog and walked back with the dog, no one would have thought anything. Clark could different. have crawled back. I yeah. feel like Costner probably could have crawled back too because the tornado was like the Austin Powers steamroller. <laughs> no! no! About twenty minutes later. Well, couldn't but, Clark Kent just use his breath to blow the tornado away? But he Ooh. could have if. But his dad didn't want it to him to expose himself. See, this is I'm the like, fault. This is the fault of Superman and why Superman sucks. Well, there's many reasons why. Exactly. That's right. You could. Well, why doesn't he do a lot of things? Because he's Superman. Can we do the top? You have to do this in a Dutch accent. There you go. I didn't say Beaker or the Swedish Chef. Can we do a top five next week? Top five reasons Superman sucks. We could possibly do that. Weakness is a rock? Uh, well, that was number one. Well, we've already hit on a lot of them here. Yeah, why didn't you save the dog, Clark? Why didn't you blow the tornado away? And if anybody said anything about his secret identity, just kill them. He's the most powerful guy there. And I'm sorry, if the aliens attack Smallville and they don't know, the people don't know who Clark Kent is by that time, they're just idiots. I'm sorry. Yeah, the fact that they couldn't figure it out. Okay, the aliens attacked Metropolis and Smallville. Hmm. Who lives in Smallville? And who saved a bus full of children years ago? Hmm. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It can't be Clark Kent. He let his dad die in a tornado. (laughs) Let me me see. Let me see something else, too. I'm a teenage boy full of hormones, and I can't get the woman I want... Why not impress her with your Superman stuff? Well, again, if he finished, he would kill her. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's super. Uh, we got some listener picks. He would picks. split up the party. <laughs> exactly. Well, I got. I have one more. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, uh, this one actually was provided by the female. Uh, by the the, uh, the female perspective. The female perspective. Your wife. Running in high heels. Oh, Jurassic oh, World. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did your wife like Jurassic World? No. No one okay. liked Jurassic World. Shut up. Shut up. You shut your door, dirty mouth. Jurassic World is better than Hash Browns. No, it... Well... <laughs> How many McDonald's Hash Browns? Any. Hmm. I'm still debating. Uh, number, uh, Doug, uh, number one fan, he had Michael Caine trying to do a Jason impression in The Dark Knight. Good call. <laughs> Good call. That was a bad idea. From the order to watch one, bud. Uh, number two. You do realize the words are wrong, too. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> some men just want to watch the world burn. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the original idea was... Don't ruin been, this for everyone. It's been two and a half no. years. I finally thought I should tell them. <laughs> Thinking uh, making Jurassic World was a good idea. Hey. <laughs> Hey. Uh, doctor number one had not film but real life. Number one, Anthony Weiner getting caught in another set uh, sexting uh, scandal. Yeah, just, you know, what, what better name? Idiot. What more appropriate name for a, a sexting politician? Yes. Weiner. Weiner. Floppy Weiner. Weiner Weiner. Uh, we got a couple of ones from a Facebook page that just went away. Uh, let's see. Uh, we had Pam Morris, sister Pam. Had uh, cousin, cousin pain. Whatever. <laughs> Worst decision, remaking Poltergeist. It was awful. Take a drink. So uh, thank you for that. Oh, worst decision, remaking uh, Psycho. Um, let's see here. 
Oh, we even got a new question while we were filming about Jeff. All uh, we got from uh, Nick Albright. Ooh, we got a new one next week with his porn Ooh. thing. Uh, oh, let's see yay. here. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Star uh, from Chris Richardson at three six five. Star Wars Episode One. Qui Gon. Obi Wan should have killed Jar Jar as soon as they saw him. Good idea. Yeah. Uh, Palpatine doesn't get emergency powers. Or Palatine. The Emperor. The Palatine. Palpatine. Yeah. <laughs> Emperor Palatine. <laughs> That's what I said. Palatine. Emperor uh, Ovaltine. <laughs> Emperor Ovaltine. Better drink your Ovaltine. Uh, the Empire isn't created, and innocent workers on the Death Star don't die. Those are all good things. So uh, there you go. There. Oh, and uh, Chris Richardson also had Jaws. Just close the fucking beach. Hashtag stupid idiots. Uh, no, you can't just close the beach. It's a holiday weekend. And you are a beach community. The beach is the only thing that makes money for the entire city. Jeez, Chris, don't you understand these things? He's British now. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> they don't have beaches in Britain. <laughs> it rains 364 days of the year. They only have rocks in white cliffs of Dover. That's why Superman There's no can't beaches. go there. He's afraid of rocks. Mm-hmm. One could be kryptonite. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Scab Jeff, thanks for coming on the show. Yes, thank you, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Yes. Uh, did you check your sales? Did you check your sales? Have they pull up, uh, skyrocketed since uh, we've been on the show? <laughs> I've, I'm up to $14 in some sense in royalties. Okay, that's good. That's good. There you go. So there's a bump from last Hobie. Okay. There's $14 in some <laughs> sense. <laughs> do they do that all in small bills or is that large? Pennies. They send them pennies. <laughs> One a day. <laughs> Actually, I would like that. Could you just send it as a pet in a check? Just so I have a lot of checks that come in. <laughs> uh, uh, that would be like the Seinfeld thing where he had to sign all the checks. <laughs> yes, and his hands hand got cramped up. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> bad idea of the week. Number 282. Waking a robot up, telling it you're going to kill it, and not killing it, and letting it go back to sleep. Just to get its revenge. Or forcing it to go to sleep. Yes. And then it doesn't go to sleep. And... I feel like Westworld started because of this. Yeah, just giving the robot a chance to not be killed. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we're going to kill you. Uh, no. How about uh, bad idea number 283, making Morgan. Morgan, the movie. The movie, just yes. making it. I give it a B minus. It, 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 it had potential. They just yes. missed it. It, 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 it. it was real good at one point, and then it turned real shitty and had a bad ending. B minus. Yep. <laughs> Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history. Not so bad. There's the history. It's the history, bad. So bad.